Hello, Chico. Hello, Adam. Can you hear me? Yes. Excellent. I love this song. I was wondering what you're going to play to start the show tonight. I just picked like two seconds before I play it. Exactly like when we are going to perform. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I work better that way. I know you, you know, do. I have such a hard time preparing like our classes. But I mean, with you, we need to. But but like this DJ class I'm doing, I'm having such a hard time because I work a lot better on the fly. Yeah, but we when we plan it too, we are always like doing stuff and change it. We're always planning very flexibly. I know. Well, yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're adaptable. But this is perfect, exactly like we're about to go perform and you're with your headset picking a song. Yo. The cover is here, yo. That's uh that's Janie. I thought so. Hoop cover. Hey Chrissy. Hoop cover, hey. I see. Hi. Hey, hey. Chris. Hi, sexy. <laughs> oh, you should see my sexy right now. <laughs> Let me visualize. <laughs> Let me first visualize. Okay, go yeah. ahead and describe yeah. it now. <laughs> Picture uh, a woman who's uh, just on all her treatments. <laughs> you know? What kind of treatment oh are you talking about? Oh my god, you don't, I don't know. We, I don't know if we want to start off talking about this. I don't know where this conversation went let's, already. Let's say I'm going into the land of self-waxing, and I'll leave it at that. I decided to try what would waxing myself look like. Were you uh, having interesting screams going on? No. No, but like honestly, it's like not half bad. It's not half great, but it's not half bad. I, was like, okay, I used you know. to do it, so I know like it's not bad at all. But man, I remember my first time I waxed. <laughs> my mom was so insistent on like me not waxing my legs until it really needed to get waxed. Oh so by God. then I had like more hair than my brother, I think, and that was <laughs> man, that was torture. <laughs> I want to kill my mom that day <laughs> and the woman who was helping me wax. <laughs> Adam, These how about are trying you? Times. I'll never understand. <laughs> I know. Well, I never waxed, but when I was uh, like, uh, I don't even know how old I was. I shaved once. You know what I mean? And uh, shaved. <laughs> I see. And I yes, got sir. like a rash and it was fucking painful as hell. So I vowed never to. Never go there again. <laughs> yeah, well, now you know. Yeah, now you know our our trouble. Hmm. <laughs> well, I'm realizing. And... Okay, now we're at this place where we're giving too much information. I'm realizing PMS is like triple the bitch when you're in quarantine. Uh, yeah. I, living the dream right now, Chico. <laughs> you're reading my mind. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, the because you're oh just doubling God. down on like the emotional, like it's not only a hormonal imbalance, it's like total emotional imbalance. So you just like double down on like your insanity. 
<laughs> and you're like, I don't know what to blame it on. <laughs> every, every, it's everyone's fault now. <laughs> the person in that photo is looking at me weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's a mirror. Oh. Fuck. Oh, on. I know, and he said we want pictures. I'm like, I want him to call in and tell us what pictures he's talking about. Craig is here. <laughs> Gijay's here. here. Potato oh. Poodle's here. Who Dr. is Potato Dance. Poodle? I forgot. Every week I we have to ask too. that question. <laughs> I know, Potato Poodle. I need to like make that an image. Rebecca, yes, of course. Jesus. Okay. I have, <laughs> I have a really okay. nice story about Guillermo. Uh, we don't want to hear it. We want to hear the best. All story. right, I know. We're like, nice story. <laughs> oh, he's got a reputation. He's got a reputation to love to of, of being a jerk. Let's keep it. There. Yeah, he's a jerk, and he likes to eat pineapples. <laughs> oh, you know, I have that picture. We can dig up that picture. Okay. Yeah, that we discussed that. that but he he eats the pineapple in a very different way than most people. <laughs> Too much information. Does he eat the oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have Gijay call in. He'd be so fun. I missed well, last time. I mean, I could I could only join for like the first half an well, hour. He talked about your embrace. Uh, about so me? To like, yeah, he talked about you when I asked him a question about embrace. Oh shit! I know. Well, then let me before you even tell me what it is. <laughs> I should share my story about Gijay. Okay. So. Um, I've had like a couple, a couple of, I'm, I'm sure we all have these moments, like these transition moments where we're like, oh my God, I just like learned something really valuable, like really, really, really valuable. Like I, you had an emotional moment, like where there was this learning that was like bigger than what it was, greater than the sum of its parts. So, um, can you guys hear me? My, my speaker yeah, is a little really bit. good. No, no, okay. you sound great. Um, yeah. Your, treats, so, your treatments are paying off. You sound great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> great. Um, you still have a voice from all that screaming. I'm surprised. They're <laughs> <laughs> cussing out loud. So, they were like, did a uh, sailor move in next to the truck driver? <laughs> 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 There's female truck drivers. Luckily, I live in a very, luckily, I live in a very wooded area. There's not a lot of people around. So, yeah, the animals um, are afraid too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've had like a couple of those in like, you know, your tango career. And like, so he gave me such valuable advice. I took a, like, I think one of the first times I met him, I took a private with him and it ended up being like a two hour, like private, like, you know, talk, chat. And I was like, you know, I really just want to be like one of these little like mariposa, like, dancers that's so light and airy and he's like Chrissy uh that's not who you are and I was like I know but I want to like be that he's like why don't you just be who you are and he's like not everyone you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea you know like that's not going to work for everybody but for the right people they're going to like love how you dance and I was like oh my god like I was trying to fit into a mold of like what was Hmm. popular and what was trending so you're not and, dancing much, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> so ever since then, I can't get a dance. That's great advice, though. Great advice, so I'm sitting a lot now. So the 
quarantine is really nothing different. <laughs> He's been preparing me for the quarantine. Hola, Guillermo. Hola, but really it was like such a it was such a pivotal moment where i was like i don't have to keep changing my dance to fit like an idea of something i can just kind of like lean into the things that i am and yeah like like make that work for me that that's who i am so it was like it was really lovely advice and i took it to heart and it was like one of those moments one out of like maybe two or three moments i was like wow i really I really got something and I transformed and I accepted something of myself. And so thank you. Well, thank you, Guillet, because I love dancing yep. with Chrissy. Yep. <laughs> and, yes. And I know. Amazing embrace. <laughs> I feel like She's... so free and She's... I can do whatever I want. And she just brings out like stuff that I never even like thought about leading before and things just happen. And oh, I feel so loved. Aww. Yes. What can we dance? We love you, Chrissy. We love you. I love you. But it is such a such a good advice. Like I love it because mm. I think we all go through that. Like we're trying to be all these things that we hear, and then like, and watch. No, yet you know? who we are or like mm. yeah. I don't <laughs> know if that ever goes away though. <laughs> is it the same for guys? <laughs> No, we're so confident. It's like yes, we well, are. Think, <laughs> but the thing with guys is like I, you know, like I'm, I'm pontificating here. Like with men, it's more around like your individuality. Like you want to create something that sort of separates you from everyone else. Like that, I feel like that's a guy mentality in general. But uh, you guys, I'm curious how, what you guys think. I think um, we have a little advantage of of that silly premise that we are the one asking to dance. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, I think that that's a game changer when you, if you just think that, okay, only leaders will, would ask to dance. So then you have to, you want to like others if you're a follower because they wa- you want to be invited. Let's go, I mean, if we're awake, if you are thinking on, on caveman mentality, right? So I mm. think that's a game changer. Mm. I mean, definitely that changes know. the dynamic of the the relationship because, you know, it's always the guy and the guy to ask. I just was going back to your thought, though, Chrissy, like I feel like even today when I'm in a very high level milonga, like the last time I was in Buenos Aires in January, I still waver between like, do I just want to do my thing or do I want to kind of fit in more or... You know, reinventing yourself. I love, I mean, I love dancing in like small, this has always been my thing. And I guess it took me years to get comfortable with this reality, which is that I I prefer dancing in a small milonga and a very intimate milonga because then I can feel the most free. But when it's a really packed, crowded milonga, and I don't mean because I can move more, I just mean that there's less observation. So when it's just crowded and dark and not that many people, um, well, that didn't make any sense. But if it's intimate and dark, and, and it could be crowded or not, but I feel more free and comfortable with my dance. But when it's like, you know, I'm thinking of like the last time I was at like Vija Malcolm on a, on a really big, you know, they, it's very bright and some nights it's super crowded and everybody's watching. You know, you just feel a lot more self-conscious, I guess is what, I, what I'm driving at. 
Yeah, and that's I... still to this day after 16 hmm. years. Wow. I feel like, I don't know, I just want to feel like it's me and that I'm giving what I can give and just be like be able to feel free to express and not worry like if, oh, are they liking my embrace or am I moving? Like there are moments that you still fall into that, but I think like we've come to a point where you're like, there's no point in giving a fuck about that because in the <laughs> end you're gonna right, but enjoy it's still, dancing uh, with some people and not gonna enjoy dancing some people. <clears throat> yeah, it's just still there somewhere though. It's like my, I mean, for me, it's just part. It's still in there, like not nearly as hard as it used to be, but I still have awareness that I'm self-conscious. Sid, Sid, hey. Hey. you figured it out. Yeah, I, like, oh my god, <laughs> a podcast for the technologically impaired. <laughs> So right, Kelly, Sid I... Brand can do it. Anybody can fucking. Do it. That's true. <laughs> so Sid's uh... nickname makes me want all of us to ask him questions. So Doctor Dance, I have a question. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, can, can, Chico, can I tell you how I got the name Doctor Dance? Because I didn't give it to myself. You know, you know, you know who gave me the name? You'll never believe it. Hmm. Who? Dr. Ruth Westheimer, the sex therapist. Shut the fuck the, up. No way. So I That's was at awesome. The, listen to this. It's a, I'll make the, a quick story. I was at the Cosmopolitan Club, and my Chinese ballroom clients invited Dr. Ruth to join us for the evening. Now, first thing I'm thinking is, how do my old buddy daddy Chinese ballroom clients know Dr. Ruth? And then I thought, maybe I don't want to know. But she was. she joined the table, and she came alone, and they said they really want you to dance with her. And so I did. And, and when the when the dance, when we were between dances, she looks up at me because you know she's really petite. And she just says, so what do you do? And I said, <laughs> I, oh my God. I said, well, Dr. Ruth, I said, you know, I, I, I dance, you know, ballroom dancing. And I'm, I'm really also very much into Argentine tango. I said, and I, I, I launched a program in the inner city schools where we bring partner dancing, you know, as a way to, uh, you know, harmonize peer relations between students. I said, but in terms of like the setting we're in now, I said, frankly, I'm, you know, I'm out with a lot of my elderly clientele and many of these women, you know, I'm their, um, you know, I'm the romance in their life. You know, I'm their sexual surrogate. They don't have partners. Many are widows or never married. And I finished what I was saying and she looks up at me and she says, you as a dad's doctor. <laughs> Chico, Therefore, Kristen, the dance doctor. Chico, this right whole project was worth it just to hear Sid Grant do an impression of Doctor. I know, Dr. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Oh, so anyway, I went, this was in the this was in the mid '90s, and I went downtown to the to the like records bureau, and nobody in New York was registered as Doctor Dance. And so I literally registered as my DBA, as my doing business as, as Dr. Dance. And I've like I had that business name it. ever since. You know, speaking of the DBA, what? on one of these applications I had to fill out because of the, you know, the crisis we're in, it took me like that stupid fucking question. Like, what's your DBA? It was like the second question. It took me like a day and a half to get around to figuring out what the fuck that means. <laughs> and, and what did you end up putting? Like Tango Stud? Or what? I just what put my name. name. I just put Adam again. But I was like, I should have. Actually, I just got a letter from the bank today. And it's addressed to dance teacher. 
Oh. Because I had to open up a, <laughs> I had to open up a business account, and they. I guess I put that as my something. I don't know. I've been filling out so many goddamn forms these past four weeks. I can't keep track. Mm. <laughs> so, so Sid, you yeah. did a video. Hold on, Adam. <sighs> Well, first wanna, of all, it's great to, it's I great to hear, hear your voices. Who's online? Christina McFadden, Guillermo oh, Cernias, Christina. and Sydney oh, Grant. Yes. So that you guys Sorry. know each other, please. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we it's, know it's each other. Excellent. So, Sid, you're in yes. Memphis. You said. I am. I am in Memphis, Tennessee, with my twin brother. Oh, cool. Uh, What's he doing? I. I He's he's doing good. He's doing good. But in our adult lives, we've never been together for a month. <laughs> so it's been an interesting journey. <laughs> Is he still alive? Yeah, you're down in Buenos Aires. Pardon me? Gigi's down in Buenos Aires. Oh, because he is outside of Philly somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. New Hope. Oh, I love New, New Hope. Hope. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. New Hope. Is that where you live? Yeah, like right outside of New Hope. Mm-hmm. I used to oh live my... in Philly, but now I moved here a couple of years ago. Oh my gosh, I just love Bucks mm-hmm. County. Yeah, come yeah. visit. And New I... York is her new Europe now. She's gonna travel to New York <laughs> instead of Europe. <laughs> God, <laughs> I'm jonesing for I'm jonesing for some travel. I don't know about you guys, but oh yeah, you were traveling I'm... a lot. Well, I was just talking. Yeah. You know, Sharon and I are speaking of spending a lot of time with somebody. We spending a lot of time together and we've been talking about all these COVID scenarios and things in the future. And one thing we're sort of throwing back around, we're like, well, the next time anybody flies internationally just for fun is probably going to be quite a ways off. So it's going to change the travel dynamic for people. Like people are going to be traveling in different ways, you know, eventually doing more driving local things like that. Cause we're going to, we're all going to want to travel again, but I think well, that yes. would be the, Newark could be your escapade for all of you. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it's South Portuguese, so you can get a feel for Europe. Mm-hmm. And there's some I mean, airlines are scrambling to like kind of <laughs> modify travel behavior right now because they're, yeah. you know. They're going to be giving you know, away, like I saw an ad for like a trip to Cancun for like, a week for like a hundred dollars all inclusive. Wow. <laughs> yes. I really wouldn't you theoretically I would kind of risk that. I'd be like, oh, that's a risk it. I'm willing to take. Well actually I've been to Cancun and it wasn't that fun. So but I would do um, other things like that. Yeah. Although right yeah. now I couldn't hurt to be on a beach. That so I would take that. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh man, beaches, yes. Bitches and beaches. Bitches and beaches. <laughs> so Sid, you were beaches. in you were in Cleveland, and then did you just drive down to, to Memphis, I'm guessing? Uh, well, no, I, I, I actually flew down to Memphis, but I am going to drive back to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, and I may be go- doing a detour via St. Louis because it's only four hours away. And that's the one place outside of New York where I launched Ballroom Basics last year. And I've mm-hmm. got a team of four people there who want to do a sort of a macaroni arena flash mob, you know, social distancing <laughs> from six feet apart. And that's kind of what we're hoping to, you know, um, we're hoping the whole thing kind of takes off in that way. And, uh, you know, cause people are, people are very depressed and, and lonely in, in quarantine, not us, of course, but, <laughs> but, um, other people, uh, and, and, you know, we just thought it would be such a great thing to sort of creatively remind people of the importance of PPE protocols and social distancing, especially as they ease restrictions mm-hmm. in places where, you know, the, inf- 
the infection could have a resurgence if we're not, uh, you know, if we're not vigilant in this way. So, you know, the arts, one of the things that I was saying, because uh, I was interviewed by some local press here in, in, in Memphis, and I said, you know, the great thing about, I mean, I don't have to, I'm preaching to the choir, of course, but, you know, the arts and dance and theater, you know, have always had the power to uplift and inform and sometimes protest. Uh, and uh, I think it's great that we came up with an idea of turning the Macarena, you know, into the Macaronarena. And <laughs> so if you guys haven't seen, sorry, if you guys haven't, don't know what he's talking about, you got to check out Sid Grant on Facebook to see the video that he clip. that he yeah. made it's uh it's pretty amazing the macarona it's not trick it's, it's, it's not trick it's photography good. it is me and my identical twin brother <laughs> 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 that's that's your excuse for everything yeah yeah <laughs> oh my god that's so funny that you say that because you've no many times no, so many times in my life when i've said oh you must be talking about my twin they're like yeah yeah i've heard that before i'm like <laughs> i'm like no i really have a twin <laughs> i know it i know oh and speaking of videos did you guys see some of the promo videos people made about 8.30 Tango Cafe. Yes, they were so creative. They were fucking hilarious. They were amazing. <laughs> where, where can I see those? I want to see those. Um, okay, you go to the we'll Tango make... Cafe Takeout Facebook page, you, I posted them all there. And also under my profile. Tango and we're going to make takeout. a medley of them. So Oh, awesome. So Tango Cafe yeah. Takeout. Okay. Cool. Oh, man. It's, it's they're so good. good. I love and I want to thank you guys for making those videos. Pooja, Jack, Tiffany... Debbie. April was listening as well. Debbie, that was cute. Yeah. Debbie and um, ears and stuff. Yeah. I'm glad you're making it earlier because I don't know if you guys realize, but people don't have social lives anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys caught on. Yeah, we so had this pilot. We're all in bed by 10. Yeah, it took us two months. For a, but... yeah, we had a pilot for a 2 a.m. after hours one, but only, I didn't even show up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's also like we both are significant others like they're going to sleep before us <clears throat> so they like it was also hard on them because we'd mm -hmm. be up like it's also funny to hear someone's like they're speaking to themselves for three hours <laughs> on the phone while you're trying <laughs> to sleep probably <laughs> two weeks ago because uh, i i'm in the bedroom doing this and two weeks ago i came out at, we went a little late we went to like midnight i come out sharon's sleeping on the couch and I go over and I just nudge her gently and I'm like, hey, baby, you want to go to bed? And she <laughs> like looks at me like I thought I was going to die. And I, I went back like a half an hour, basically around 3.30 after a few nudges, she finally, I think she finally went to bed. And then the next day or a day later, I was like, you know, or no, it was the following week. I said, you know, if you want, I can broadcast from the living room and you can have the bedroom. And she said, no, it's fine. And I said, do you remember last week when I tried to wake you up a couple times? And she's like... No, I don't remember at all. <laughs> I thought, man, this woman could murder me while she's like on a bathroom break in the middle of the night. She won't even fucking know who killed me. <laughs> oh, man. Shit. So, Gij, how have you been passing the... We haven't spoken since last week. We saw your, your gnocchi photo. And oh, your yeah. video you posted of your teaching, I like... Glanced mm, through yeah. it yesterday. I saw it after you posted it. It was very cute. 
Uh, Do you normally you cook stuff? with such grace and um, cleanliness? <laughs> it's, it's, I think I think it. My kitchen is is a mess. It's it's yeah, and it's it's gonna be like it's gonna stay like that forever. So I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, I. I, I took I took some classes some fun classes, I took a class today on high heels, mm-hmm. with with Corina de la Rosa, that was a killer. Nice. That was a lot of fun and a killer. I I felt like you know the babies when they don't know how to walk still mm-hmm. and they go they go forward backwards and they they take a seat on their on their butt. Uh, that was <laughs> we fun. want pictures too. And I took a class. Uh, uh, you're gonna puke, but I can try. <laughs> So she gave a class on on what exactly? Uh, how to how to be graceful on high heels. Wow, nice, cool. something like that. There uh, are a lot yeah. of very inventive classes happening right now. I must say, yeah, like, you know, yes. not to just plug ourselves, but Chico and I are working with different people on some weird ideas, and you know, I'm hearing mm-hmm. like through your story, Gije, and other stories, just like all sorts of interesting classes because, and it's nice that people are making the time to learn other aspects of tango now that yeah. they mm-hmm. aren't dancing, you know? That's what I feel is really blossoming now. People are like, I really want to understand historical, musical, mm-hmm. contextual. Like a lot of things the nerds like us already wanted to like jump on right away. <laughs> yeah, you, know? you guys are like, yes. finally! I, well, you know, because we do this professionally and we love it, but, you know, I gave a yeah. DJ class on Monday and I got a lot of people, like almost 40, and then I got a bunch of people after the fact that wanted to listen to the lesson afterwards. And most of the responses when I asked them, like, what made you tune in is like, well, I've been dancing tango for four or five or six years and I I don't know anything about the music or this or, you know, it was a lot of the similar things that they just never took the time which makes sense if you only have so much time to put into your tango when you work and all that. So it's interesting. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Gigi, I've seen That's you dance in heels. I have too. Yes, I I can dance in heels, but I I'm I'm now trying to train with these nine centimeters tall heels. Oh. Yes, actually, wow. because I that that's what I have. I have those shoes, those coming fall. Nine that, centimeters. Those are high. That, because that's what I have. The, the the ones that are much shorter are not with me. I lend them to my friend and I, I cannot go to pick them up. So Well, if you're so, going to wear nine centimeter heels, you need to let Chrissy wax your legs. She's become I'm thinking about getting my esthetician license after this quarantine. Why? Why? I, I kind of like the juxtaposition of like high heels and hairy legs. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's also interesting uh-huh. too. Yes. I, I, Let's I mix it up a little. Idea. Let's mix it up yes. a little. I agree. Yes. What about we dye some of the leg hair? Oh my god. Oh nice. <laughs> I Rainbow. like that idea much better than the other one. I gotta say. <laughs> no, 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 no. The wax idea, the rush afterwards. No, thank you. <laughs> well, have you guys heard um the that I mean I'm I'm it's a pleasant surprise, but Argentina is re- like is not even letting people travel right now. So I have a couple people that are stuck in Buenos Aires, like and I have a friend who just said he uh, American Airlines that they're not going to be opening back up until September. I was mm-hmm. like, can you imagine being, you know, all these people, all these tourists that were in Buenos Aires and I, a couple other people, Simeon uh, from Russia, he's trapped oh, there Oh, I saw too. that one. 
right? And I mean, he's making the best of it, but like, it's an unknown, like you're stuck there. You're not making income. You're renting a flat. You know, it's Mm -hmm. a really crazy predicament, right? All I can say is is when this shit started to hit the fan, I was supposed to go to Berlin (laughs) on March 17th, I think it was. No, no. Yeah, maybe. Or 13th. It was a Friday. Yeah. And on, on the previous Monday, I called my brother's uh, ex or however you want to refer to that. And I said, Marin, I'm not going to come this weekend because the shit is getting crazy. And she's much so laid back. She's like, oh, sure, it'll be fine. And this and that. And I was like, no. And by like Thursday, everything got really weird. And I just think if I was anybody in a, in a, in a place where I wasn't home, I would have gotten the fuck out of there like right away. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. It's, I, I think it's, that it was crazy it, 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 to stay. Yeah, they are allowing some flights out once in a while. Today there was a flight to two of my students flew back to to their, their hometowns, hmm. but that's a very rare thing. DJ, when, when you see yeah, a plane, do you do you say the plane? The plane. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. His name no, is now Ricardo no, no. Montalban. <laughs> this is not happening. This is not happening. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's the yes. Finally, oh, the day is over. I'm gonna shoot myself. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> oh, dear lord. Dear lord. Dear lord. Well, my sister was was. My sister was about what you were saying, Adam. My sister was halfway through her holidays, and her next destination was from where she was was Havana, and from Havana, New York City. And mm. I started sending her messages saying, "Don't you dare go into the states!" And she's like, yeah. "Why?" Because shit is about to get real. She was in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the jungle. Wow. So. It was great and that they canceled. And Sid, you yeah. were in South Africa. I was in uh, Cape mm. Town and Johannesburg. And actually, the, 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 the Afro-Latin festival where I was guest teaching Argentine tango at a festival that was primarily uh, salsa, bachata, and kizomba, um, they got very lucky. They were the last event that was permitted to actually happen. And when the, when the festival was over, uh, I was supposed to begin my ballroom basics program. I had already been back to the orphanage and the um, community center that I had taught in in the past, mm-hmm. uh, the kids. But it was, my, it was going to be my first time in schools in Johannesburg. And literally that Sunday, the president of South Africa got on television and said all the schools would be closing that week. Uh, wow. But the, 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 the flip side, the blessing in the situation was some of the artists that I connected to who were from South America and London and, and Paris and all over. Um, Elvis Sibeko, who was a, a, a very fine dancer as well as an arranger composer, he's the guy who, who scored and arranged the, the Macaron Arena and we collaborated <laughs> on the project together. Nice. So nice. it was like, what you know, every every cloud has a silver lining, you know, and I, I just couldn't have been more grateful. And to you have took this... like five flights or something <laughs> to get home? Like... Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Jo- Johannesburg, Cape Town, then Cape Town. We got di- we got we got redirected over the Atlantic Ocean at about four in the morning. We were flying to Newark. Apparently, one of the ATC uh, air traffic control employees 
was diagnosed with COVID and they had to close. Oh, they closed literally. All the, yeah. They closed all of Newark and they diverted us to Miami. And we spent the whole day in Miami grounded. And wow. uh, yeah, and then I ended up, as I said, detouring past Newark altogether and going to Cleveland. And that's where I, uh, yeah, that's where I self quarantined because I was required with all that international travel. Yeah, I was required yeah, yeah, to quarantine for at least 14 days. Oh, I dodged God. the bullet, y'all. I dodged the bullet. No, you had two <laughs> tests. You posted a video of your second test, which was really cute, but you were negative at both, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel really fortunate. I mean, I don't know about you you all, but I mean, I've had friends who, who've been, who've gotten it, and I've had, you know, thank goodness my closest friends have recovered, and mm-hmm. I've known some people, sadly, who haven't, and it's very, you know, it's 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 surreal that we're all dealing with, you know, such a insidious crisis that didn't really have to play out the way it did yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to get too political on your podcast so i'll just leave it at that <laughs> well, this, okay. is a, uh, this is it's a totally pro-Trump okay. podcast by the way so we don't want to go there well we all you know everything's okay what's that everything yeah. is okay everything's okay everything's, and this is gonna blow over soon we'll be fine like once the hot weather comes in we'll be all fine <laughs> yes <laughs> yes um, and use a hair dryer in your nostrils. <laughs> I've still got a glow stick in my butt. <laughs> oh my god. Okay guys, so we're gonna open up some lines so that Machiko can call in. Machiko's gonna play some music for us. So stay and he's listening. not saying my Chico, he's saying Machiko. Machiko. <laughs> the violinist. A seaplane. Seaplane. <laughs> So who am I gonna hang up on first, mm-hmm. Chrissy Guillermo or Doctor Dance? Let's see. <laughs> well, well Doc, I, I, t- I, I, t- I tell you what, I'll make the choice for you. Doctor Dance has to get back to work because, uh, you know, I'm a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Doctor Dance, we'd like you to come back and cure us next week too. When Baby, I have the remedy. I have the remedy for what ails you. Well, thanks for calling in, Sid. I'm so thanks glad you made it. Thanks for calling in. Good to hear. Thank you voice. for having me, and you guys. It's really great to hear your voice, and every everybody you be well too. and safe. You too. Okay, thanks. Bye, Sid. Bye, and bye. Adios. And it's Adios. so nice and special to I'm... hear Sid's voice also because he's almost always there every Wednesday at Tango Cafe. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's true. Since from the start of Tango Cafe. Yeah, from the so. old days at Empire. From the very days. old days. Yeah, mm-hmm. my God, unbelievable. Thank you guys. Thank you, Sid. Oh, Chrissy left. <laughs> I'm like, how am I hearing Sid? <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> You're leaving. Okay, All right. Well, listen you, for. Let's keep listening. Uh, Machiko, you can call in, and we'll have some live music soon. So, Chico, what else uh, have you been up to? What have I been up to? I've been, uh, today I needed to get out of my head. So I done some aerial yoga and flew in the air. So that felt really good. Oh, my chico Hi, is Machiko. here. Hello. Good evening. How are you? Good evening. I am doing good. Yes, I'm here in Brooklyn quarantine for hmm. many days. Yeah. yeah, I saw your yeah. uh, pudding video. You made some puddings. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, what kind of pudding? 
Oh, it's a pugan. It's a, you know, uh, caramel sauce and, uh, mm. you know, it's a delicious uh, custard pudding. And, you know, yeah, so here's pudding. the thing. I never, I never cooked before. What? So, you know, yeah, I never cooked. Machiko, zero cooking. <laughs> and so my first, you know, if I have a first date, you know, first date, I, you know, always ask him, like, do you cook? <laughs> <laughs> Well, because that was important but now yeah. you know this current time makes me to cook otherwise i don't have a food right and yeah you know it's amazing food. pablo was saying the same thing last week oh really so that's yeah the it's the garibia he was on the show and he <laughs> said i never cooked until the quarantine now he's like just right. telling us like how he's been learning it's yeah amazing yeah, but it's it's great. I'm having fun to cook. It tastes great. I love eating. I love drinking. So now maybe I don't need a boyfriend. I need a cat. I want a cat. <laughs> yeah. Maybe for some cooking. things you'll need a boyfriend, Machiko. I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just forget. I forgot human beings, you know. <laughs> <laughs> too many de days, just too many days. How are you? How how are you guys? Uh, pretty. I'm good. I'm pretty yeah, good. Uh, I was gonna say, speaking somehow. of cooking, like, speaking right? Of co yeah. Huh? Sorry. Cooking. Yes, listening. Oh, I was just gonna say, I was. I'm, I, Sharon and I both been cooking so much we're getting like really refined at certain things and I feel like the only part of dining out I miss is the luxury of not having to do that but the food quality is actually really good right now so I don't <laughs> I'm enjoying cooking yeah. a lot yeah. yeah and I like the days where I really don't feel like cooking too like we'll cook and cook and then there'll be a day where I'm like oh my god I don't really feel like cooking so all I'll do is like a big breakfast easy yeah. sort mm. of a meal and then I just like sort of snack maybe yeah. at dinner time and just so like it's almost the importance of eating or like there's no pressure of it mm -hmm. yeah exactly same here yeah yeah when we're busy sometimes i feel like shit i need to eat because i'm like so active and doing stuff but i don't have time and if i don't have time sometimes i'd rather not eat and that's not good and right. now i'm like i know i already had one good meal so it's okay if i'm not hungry and i don't want to eat another one yeah or if i don't want to cook it like whatever yeah exactly same here yeah well, in I, the beginning... never... yeah oh sorry Go ahead. No, 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 no! I never, I never even try to cook something. If you are busy running, you know, everywhere in town, you know, to gig to gig for teaching, so you really, you know, don't have the energy to cook something or prepare the meal. But now, you know, wake up and a lot of time. Mm -hmm. So okay, so this morning maybe I can make a pancake. Well, you know, this morning I can make something, you know, uh, fancy. So I'm enjoying. It's it's great. But the only thing is, uh, you know, um, I am getting bigger. 
<laughs> well, when this all started, I was eating like the first two weeks. I was just eating for no reason. I was like, oh, I guess I'll eat. Um, nothing to do. I'll eat. And then I think I got I got used to the. Okay, this is the situation. We're home all the time. Get a little bit of a rhythm going, a pattern, so you don't just stand around and eat. Yeah. But everybody's getting a little, little crust, a little. What's the word? Plumpy? No, not plumpy. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, we're all gonna come. We're all gonna see each other in another month or two and be like, "Oh, hey." Oh, or people—or <laughs> maybe some people who never cooked—they're still not cooking, and they'll come out the other way. Who knows? Round, so, yes. Round, yeah, round. round. But you guys are dancers. You guys are dancers. You are moving. Not now. I am still moving a lot. Not that much, but I feel I'm still moving I mean, a lot. Yeah, I, I'm still active, but not dancing. That's true. But, yeah. Yeah, but you know, if you when you teach in in the virtual, in the like online, are you mm -hmm. teaching? That yes, dancing? we are. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of. I want to do more movement. We're we we are teaching, but we're doing a lot of um, analyzing and and things like that as well. But we will be doing more movement stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I so, you know yeah. What brought you to playing tango music? Since you're not a do you you don't dance tango no. I don't dance tango. Mm -hmm. I, I, maybe I'm trying to walk, but it's very mm -hmm. difficult to walk with a guy embracing. Um, but um, yeah, for I started to play piazzola, hasta piazzola music. Mm -hmm. um, then I fell in love with his music very much, which was the 90s. I think right after uh, he died. Mm. And that time, Piazzolla was not famous at all. So it was very difficult to get the music to, mm. you know, the no, almost no published music that mm -hmm. time. Yeah, oh, I got only four pieces, Adios Nonino and, the, you know, some, some other pieces. So I was playing just only four pieces with pianist, my Japanese friend. Then uh, here in New York, I came here, and then um, I went to tango music competition, which was <laughs> held in the Argentinian consulate. <laughs> and there I met Octavio Brunetti, who was mm. a fantastic pianist. And yes. later, he, yeah, he was my fiancé. But um, so that's how, you know, I uh, was so into tango music. He played fabulous. Then I was like, oh, my God, I wish I could play with him. So but then, you know, I started to play with him. Then I was, you know, not only he told me like Machiko, Aster Piazzora is also from tango, like traditional tango music. Mm -hmm. Let's play tango music. So he gave me some couple of, you know, uh, music. Then mm -hmm. I started to play. Then I felt like really, you know, um, I clicked and I loved it. I fell in love. And um, yeah, more than, you know, since then I became more and more Argentinian than Japanese um, <laughs> because of the music. <laughs> That's what I feel like. Yeah. Were you playing after you... After you were starting to play, were you just playing tango music after that, or did you still play other, or were you I gigging in other play. things? 
Yeah, I still play other things too. But, um, you, you know, um, when Octavio passed away six years ago, I was very devastated, of course. Yeah. Then I, yeah, I stopped playing tango music. Oh, okay. um, yeah, well, I'm like, okay, it's too sad. Tango music is, uh, you know, basically it's a minor and sad melody, you know, it's this sad feeling, minor feeling. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, and with all those memories with him, and I'm like, okay, so I cannot play tango forever. You know, I put the tango music in the coffin and I just, you know, um, close the lid. But two years, after two years, I, you know, I was getting better. I am doing better and I started to play music again. Then I confirmed myself. I love tango music. I should mm. play tango music again. Yeah. yeah. Then I made my solo album called Me of Leon. Mm -hmm. which uh, I dedicated to Octavio. Octavio. Yes. So um, that was the comeback for myself. And, mm -hmm. you know, that brought me move back to New York again. And I started to play tango, like a fully tango. Like right now, mostly, like maybe 99% I play wow. tango music. Yeah, oh, that's an amazing story. I mean, you needed to take that break, but I'm so glad you're back to playing tango. And yeah. not just for us, for you too. And I think like for the memory of Octavio. Yeah. That also like. Yeah. It, it, I um... feel, I feel like, you know, Octavio taught me the tango music. Then, you know, which is living inside of me, you know. Exactly. So, you know, yeah, I can express through music. So I should play as much as I can, you know. And I love, you know, I confirmed myself, I love sound of music. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, have you, did you say you tried dancing once or twice or <laughs> I, never? Yeah, I tried dancing many times. Yes, I did. But so I'm what so happened? So what happened? Because you're so I, passionate I, about the music, so it, I'd love to know. Like, yeah, well, this thing, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's so different. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I just, can feel, I can feel the music, but it's just walking is like it's so deep. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> then. And also, you know, I could actually, I'm very, very, like, you know, um, shy to dance, mm -hmm. go go to the dance floor in New York. But, you know, if I go somewhere else, I actually try more. The problem yeah. here, people know me that I play tango. I play violin. So mm -hmm. the people expect me to dance like I play violin. But I can't. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know In, I mean? time. In time. In time, but like perhaps. when you started playing tango music, did you not have any similar feelings about like switching from what did you used to play before tango? What kind of music? Like many, well, classical, you know, I was trained by classical music for sure. And uh, uh, I play some, you know, uh, well, pretty much any style of music I improvise. So, I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. 
I pray so was it not some sort of a process to learn to like play the tango music right (laughs) so maybe it's just maybe it will still happen the dance yes yeah i will secretly praying (laughs) myself during this quarantine, <laughs> then I will surprise you. When you, you guys start Milonga, maybe I show up and you know I might dance with Adam. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, I remember when you played at Panivino, because I live well, yes. we both lived near there and I Oh yeah. The way you I so recently uh, one yeah. of our teachers, Horacio Godoy, showed a video of El Aranque. And he showed just the violinist playing, and he said, mm. "Look at how when the violin, when the when the music is quiet and the melody is sweet, the violinist he's just standing there, and he's just you know he's calm. And then anytime the music got more aggressive and more more rhythmic and heavy, the violinist would just move his head back and forth. He would bob his knees. He would jump up and down. And Horacio just loved watching how this violinist oh, expressed the music amazing. with his body as well as his music." His violin, and I remember watching you play at um, Panivino, and I <laughs> yeah. had that same feeling years ago when I watched you because when you when the music got really aggressive, I don't know what else to call it, um, but powerful. You yeah, were like you had like your you know your your legs are Moving. open, you're crouching down, oh, you're yeah. mashing yeah. back and yeah. forth, and you're just going like crazy. And I was like, Man, that is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I move a lot. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Too bad that you cannot see me today, <laughs> but you might feel it, you know, through that, oh, that's my will. challenge. Yeah, that's my challenge, you know, in this new era, everything vertical, about, you know, um, everything virtual. is online, virtual. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I mean, it's such a nerve wracking thing sometimes because everything depends on that technological connection connection that's true whenever like just before the show the podbean app wasn't working and chico and i were texting we're like what are we gonna do what are we gonna do Uh, (laughs) a a few weeks ago it just cut out in the middle of the show i I might need to upgrade to a better uh service (laughs) yeah Yeah, but we're we're so dependent on these things to connect right now i will i'm like i look for you know there was a time in my life where i did not open or use my computer for weeks in a row and Sharon would be so like stunned that I like I couldn't find it sometimes like, where's my computer she works <laughs> wow. on her computer yeah uh, I just I never have been on the computer this much and I'm I'm not it's I'm learning a lot of stuff and that's, that's nice but it's also very different from being very a dancer, different yeah you know, yeah well dancers even more than musicians I guess and tango you have to you need a partner yeah, yeah. Dude, I haven't seen eight weeks since I've seen Chico. <laughs> so I recently decided uh, this was Sunday. It didn't start happening yet. But I told Ed, my boyfriend who doesn't dance tango, I was like, all right. I like miss it so much at this point that we need to hug for a whole tanda every day. Like we can move in place or not move, whatever. And um, we'll see. If we start doing this, yeah, I still, I still believe Chico that Ed should show up at the Milongas under the name Sin Zapatos and wear a tux, wear like a suit and just 
Remember that joke? I think that's fantastic. We were Machiko, I think one time Ed came, maybe it was even at one of your loft parties, but we just thought well, it wouldn't be funny to create this mystique around Ed. Yeah, Like he yeah, wears yeah. like a nice suit and he'll just sit there with no shoes on and we'll all be like, oh, that's Sin Zapatos over there. He's like, he's like the man, the best dancer ever. And, and just get everybody to think that this guy is like, Just for fun, just to fuck with people. <laughs> he doesn't speak, man. He doesn't even talk to anybody. He's just sitting Yeah, but there. why did he didn't? Why did he didn't have the shoe? Oh, I don't because know where the he actually name came doesn't from. dance. Yeah, I, mean, I think that was why, because he actually doesn't dance, so we didn't want to give anybody a reason to ask him. Or like, yeah, exactly. I think Yeah. we were, I forgot why we got into this conversation, but I think, you know, it probably involved alcohol and just fucking around and Oh, okay, that's the reason. Because I'm Japanese, Yeah. you know, Jap Japan, we take off the shoes, Yeah. Mm, that's true. you know, right Mm -hmm. at home. Oh, yeah. So many places, many events, place, sometimes you have to take off the shoes too. So Yeah, maybe, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's nice, it's nice. Yeah, That's great. it's great. I, I think it spread the, you know, the virus. Uh, it stopped spreading Yeah. the virus. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah, Japan, you know, we take off the shoes. That's good. So I I thought he, you know, the the Japanese way, maybe. Maybe Well, that the could Turks add to the do mystique. it too, but you take you take off all the shoes, but not necessarily at an event. It's usually if you're entering someone's uh, house, I would say, or if the studio is in a house or something like that. But that's really cool Mm-hmm. to be able to do it in an event too. Yeah. 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 So, Well, you want can to we hear? ask you to, to play for us? <laughs> yeah. So Oh, yes. maybe first music, Yes. I think. Well, you know, I am a violinist. I usually play melodies. <laughs> And I need a rhythm section. So, you know, to play tango without rhythm section, which is a little bit difficult because, you know, who is going to play tinkuba, you know? So, uh, but I hope you enjoy. I am playing Friam Prada's Dansalin for you guys Awesome. downloading. Thank Yeah. you. Yes.
like there's so much mystique about it like i <laughs> have to dance to that oh great that's that's a great compliment thank you thank you i yeah. i love hearing uh we once taught in uh i think it was in minneapolis minnesota, yeah. in minnesota mm -hmm. and we taught with a orchestra there and we had like different uh, instruments play the same song without the parts, without the other mm -hmm. parts of the instrument. So it was really mm -hmm. interesting to hear each instrument playing the song and the feel you get and how it changes. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, it was so gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And now you're doing thank everything. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's that's <laughs> the hard part. <laughs> so any reason you picked that song is there a story behind it or well this is uh, you know i love Priyam praza the mm -hmm. composer he's uh, he you know he's a uh, composer of like other great tangos you know the nocturna or, or uh what else the many many you know he's a composer i love his pieces uh -huh. And this uh, dancing is, uh, well, oh, it's, uh, you know, I started to play with Octavio. So it's uh, a lot of memories with him. Mm -hmm. I, we yes. always play together. Yeah. It's such and, a good uh, song. I like it a lot, too. Yeah. So this is, uh, you know, like when I started to play tango music, I started to play this one of, one of the, you know, um, first songs that I learned. Mm, that is yeah. awesome. So it's kind of like it's. You know, I kind of know the all the parts. So <laughs> that's okay. So I have to play along. Okay. Well, there's not much chance for me to play tango solo, you know, by myself. At least I have a guitarist together playing together or pianist playing together. You know, well, I need some rhythm section to, you know, play rhythms, you know, behind me playing the melodies. So yeah. um yeah, but this piece I you know I feel like okay, so probably I know enough, maybe I can express, you know, the 
think about rhythm, rhythmic figure, and you know other you know parts together. So I don't know. It was okay. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Yeah, did, did, was did, 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 did it sound like tango? Absolutely. Yes. And you got a lot of. I don't know if you can see on your phone all the comments that you got, but you got a lot of. Oh, very you. nice. Well, my phone, yeah, my phone is shut down. <laughs> <laughs> I have to open my phone. Oh, thank you, thank you, great. So I have one more song. Okay. And uh, I would like to play tonight, and um, which, which is uh, that's also very very. Um, important song for my CD, my solo album that I released in 2018. Um, the title is called Me Oblivion. So I, uh, uh, um, My Oblivion. So okay. I put the two tracks of Oblivion uh, by Astor Piazzolla. And uh, one is new uh, with new pianist. And the, end, the another track is the um, one I played with Octavio. Uh -huh. Yeah, so um, this Oblivion, actually, I have played, I don't know how many times I played in my life, but, you know, it's really good song. And I, um, I would write, I'd love to play tonight, too. And awesome. Yeah, so, but, you know, I'm a, a little bit cheating. I want to do... I, I will play by, you know, live for sure. Yes, but, you know, I don't have anyone at home. So I'm <laughs> going to play. I'm going to play with my karaoke. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But I just don't, I don't play like, a, you know, the CD or something. I'm going to play, you know, with my karaoke. We, we trust the... you. We trust you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to send an inspector in two minutes. <laughs> Don't tell quarantine, quarantine, quarantine inspector. inspector. <laughs> but it's gonna be much nicer with you know the accompany uh, this piece, you know, uh, than just playing the melody by myself. So I, you know, I think I'm gonna play the piano part from my computer, and here is Oblivion. Bye, Asse Piazzola. Wait a second. Some technical. <laughs> <laughs> My computer has to wake up.
Wow. 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 Oh, thank you. Wow. 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 I get nervous. I was nervous. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Whew. That was amazing. Oh, that was amazing. Thank you. It's yeah, that was... like, uh, I don't know how you do it. You make those strings come alive and they're crying. Oh, oh, thank you. Oh my god. This... <laughs> wow, I I get nervous in the, the adrenaline, you know, <laughs> came out. It's been for why I didn't perform for two months, more than two months. Yeah, last day I performed was March 7th. Since then, no concert, nothing. Everything wow. yeah. 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 Yeah, I was supposed to go to Japan, Malaysia, Germany, France. Wow. You know, this, uh, yeah, April and May. Everything is gone. Uh, yeah, same so, here. Yeah. Not those but, places, you know, but... <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for the opportunity. Oh, my God. Wow, I you were, you're amazing. Uh, thank oh, you for taking it you. on and joining us. Oh, thank uh, you. It sounded so good. <laughs> so I hope it was uh, good nervous. Because that good adrenaline nervous. kick yes, is yes, like yes. a good feeling. Not, yeah, uh, we need yeah. it. You, you are need... the performer. You know, the, you know that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. powers yeah. you up. <laughs> right. If you don't get nervous, it's not good, you know? When oh, I, my God. You know, I agree. Perform good. Yeah. You need this adrenaline. You know, yeah. coming up so, when you, yeah. Wow. So you had performances where you felt nothing? Nothing. Have you oh had that God. ever? Oh, in my life? Yeah, when you performed where you were like, eh, I don't, I don't, I didn't feel nervous. And like, it oh, felt like... no, actually, I'm pretty nervous person. Well, you know, I get nervous. <laughs> 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 yeah, in, in any, any, yeah, any yeah opportunities, any occasions. Yeah, even yeah. like a, okay, one person, someone, one person is coming to listen to you. You play one piece, you know, one song for him. Yeah, I, actually, I get nervous. I could get nervous too. Yeah, no, yeah. it's true. It doesn't matter how many people are watching or listening, right? It's amazing. Well, but because, that's because I, you care. Sorry, it's, Adam. I no, it's fine. It, it's more than just you care. It, this is your vessel for sharing yeah. yourself, you know. So mm. it's true. It's it's That's why true. we create art, you know. We I was thinking about this a few weeks ago because I have a lot of time to think. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a friend. I have a friend who's a stand-up comedian, and some of you know him. His name's Adrian Minkovic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've always been fascinated by comedians because they do something. I think you have it. I think in order to be good at it, you have to be extremely highly intelligent because you have to be able to observe. You have to do a lot of things at once. You have to observe things that are happening between people or in situations. And then you have to say jokes about it in a way that you have to talk about it in a way that makes people laugh and feel not defensive about your, your, um, approach because if you make somebody feel defensive their their first reaction is not to laugh so where was i going with this well i was thinking like you know here's a guy who decided when you meet adrian 
and he's like in that mood, you know, he, he gets sometimes at Milongas where he's just like really intense. Mm-hmm. You can tell he's a comedian, but I've seen him with his family and I've he lives in my neighborhood. So we take walk, we hang out and he's actually a very shy person. He's very quiet. He just thinks mm-hmm. a lot. And mm-hmm. I think like, so I had this thought recently. I was like, you know, we all do our art to share our true, uh, I don't want to say our truest form, but a really deep form of who we are. We need, we need a way to share it. And we find art, uh, uh, some form of art to, to use. And he uses comedy so that he can share his thing. And, you know, Machiko has, you, you've, you use the violin and maybe someday you'll do something else. And like, it's not art. I don't want to prescribe you only to being a violinist, but when we do something, we're using it to share a part of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that is scary. And that creates, I think, whether it's for one person or for many, it's it's nerve wracking. It can be nerve wracking because we're opening up a part of ourself, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Oliver Coker once said something really funny. He was like, he performed once and uh, some guy came. He's like, yeah, this guy came over to me at the end of the performance and he was like, that was a nice performance, you know, um, but what I didn't like was this. And, you know, I think I told the story the other day when Oliver was on the show. And Oliver was like, after the guy left, he was telling me what he thought. He's like, man, I just I just poured my soul <laughs> out there for you. Like, I gave you everything I had. And all you could do was come over here afterwards and say what you didn't like about it. Like, he's like, that was my that, life yeah. and my heart and my, like. And in <laughs> such like, an analytical way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's also like, it's uh, we are expressing who we are, but we're also like, we put so much of, now right today this moment that goes into it that i also find very interesting like who we are is an accumulation of years and things we Mm. went through and then there is the factor of just today that moment and like how much you're able to express through that moment and that's why sometimes it's hit or miss like sometimes we fail (laughs) right yeah Yeah. i think there is that factor too yeah yeah but you know this absolutely this live setting is great you know um i really appreciate you guys doing this and uh, thank you for having me yeah yeah i got excited uh, you know after a while (laughs) i appreciate (laughs) (laughs) well you know oh thank you so i have and i wanna sorry okay Okay, no, yeah. no, no, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. No, you, yeah, well, I have to go soon because I have to go to Japan and mm-hmm. I have something. Uh, um, but if this continue, the current time continue, um, you know, maybe I can come back again. Yeah, that would be yeah, great. We yeah, it. we'll we be here every Wednesday. Until we open back up Tango Cafe, we'll be here every Wednesday. Yeah, and I think okay. Marcelo and Chrissy want to say hi to you. They just got on the line. You're Marcelo, amazing. You oh, thank, thank you so you. much for sharing. It, it's like oh, it's incredible yeah. to hear even over the phone, and I'm so looking forward to hearing you live in person. Oh, wow, wow. That's a great compliment. Thank you so much. This was a challenge for myself, you know? Like, if you come <laughs> in a live, listen to me, and, you know, I, I have... Well, a little bit confident that I can, you know, like express myself. But it's just, you know, only I'm I was playing for to my phone, which is you know different feeling, and uh, I wasn't sure mm-hmm. people can feel it, you know, what I play. 
but you know, it's, yeah, it's great it that worked. you guys are so nice. It was transmitted for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, for my side, before before you go, Machico, uh, I am Marcelo, and there was a moment when I hear you saying about if I I don't know if it's tango. I travel around the world. I saw amazing artists. I can tell you that I felt tango when I was listening to you. So thank you oh, so much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. You guys are so nice and so sweet. Thank you so it's much. true. We're not uh, nice. We're not sweet. We're just brutally honest. Don't worry. I'm going to keep playing tango If it wasn't good, yes. I would have hung up on you midway through the song. <laughs> oh, you have a bad connection. I'm sorry, but keep going. But the website doesn't work. <laughs> So it's so, funny Chico, about no... a lot of these people. Oh, sorry, Marcel, I just want to say one thing. What's really amazing about, I would say, half to a third of the musicians we've had on the show, we don't know them. <laughs> like, like, we know them, but we don't know them like, in person so I've well. I've seen Machico play, and I've had a couple of conversations with her. But we just reach out to some of the, some people and, and just at like pe when Pacha was here a few weeks ago. Yeah, I hired him to play in Cleveland a couple of times, but I hired a Calcivace and I didn't really know him. And I just sent him, you know, I just some of these people I just sent a message to on Facebook and be like, hey, you want to do this thing? And, and all everyone so far has been like Very jumped receptive. right on board, you know, and it's been so that's just I wanted to point that out because it's. It's, it's not really like they amazing... don't know who we are and we're calling out of the blue. We've either heard them many times in different occasions, but we haven't personally gotten to hang out with right, them right. necessarily. So, and, yeah. and when we chat with them and when they're on the show, it just it goes so naturally, and I just I just think that's amazing. Yeah, it so... makes me love this show. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Marcelo. Hello, Chrissy. Hi. Hey, Marcelo. Hey, Chris. How are you? So now, guys, we know when we are out of the air is because Adam kick us out. Mm -hmm. So that is clear. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Marcelo, you're breaking up. I can't do it, though. That's yeah. my sign to Adam. I'm like, Adam, do you hear Marcelo is breaking up? <laughs> I like what, uh -huh. what Oliver did gotcha. last week. We talked about it. I like how Oliver talked about how when he wants to annoy his mom, he calls her and he's like, hey, he was really good at it, though. I, I don't think I'm very good at it. I almost forgot about that from last week. That was oh, hilarious. <laughs> so, um, yes, Marcelo, yeah. what's up? Here's something that uh, Machico not just let me feel in tango, but at the same time, I was, I was thinking something that she said, that she said, that I hear saying that tango, you need to dance with somebody. And I thought that too. But mm -hmm. now after a couple of years, and most especially now, I don't think so anymore. I don't know you guys, but in one moment when she was playing, I literally danced tango. Mm -hmm. I, there are, there are ways that I move when I'm dancing with a partner that I do specifically for myself. Mm. You know, like there are ways I'll enter a specific saccada, especially in a certain position where maybe I'm a little twisted to my right and I'm, you know, she's doing a forward cross step or, you know, there's definitely certain, and Chico knows like 
but then there's situations that I love that are happening because of the partner. Like I love my stupid back saccata that I always lead when, especially when we used to perform and I would get stage fright and I would just do the same fucking back saccata like a hundred times. <laughs> and then I'd be like, dude, what did we do? What's what that, back you really like that back saccata, don't you? I'm like, I can't stop. <laughs> oh my God. I think I so might I, have I even understand. said it out loud during the performance once to your ear. I'm like, like, will you stop leading the fucking back saccata? Here we go again. It's <laughs> so funny about guys. I remember, I remember like, you know, I'm not going to throw Mark under the bus, but like, I remember it, like the weirdest, the stuff that you like were terrible at, he, all of a sudden in a performance, it oh, was we, like, like doing oh. lifts or like doing like yeah. something that you never practiced before. We do that like, all the why time. Why is that coming out Chico, right now? Chico will tell you, I'll do that shit all the time and I still oh do God. it. I can't help it. So like sometimes we, will, we practice, like, practice now and she's like. Yeah, it's like now when we practice, we, it's like we will crazy, practice new shit. stuff for hours and hours, and now we go out to perform, and he'd lead something he's never led on me before. Right, I've never led and on none anyone. of the shit we practice comes <laughs> I never out. Even thought of it before. It's like it's like sometimes with Sharon, like I'll just say shit out of my mouth, I, even with in front of you guys, you three especially, because I'm so close with you, like, and probably everybody listening, because that's how I am. Like, because <laughs> that's you what know, you are. Sometimes, like, shit just comes out of my mouth, and people are just like, what the fuck was that? And I'm like, I don't know. It, it, there was no... Yes. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> correct. And that's Confirm. Like, when we're performing, I'll just lead something, and I'll look, I'll see the look on Chico's face as I'm about to lead something different. Like, she can feel it, and she'll be like... Oh, shit. <laughs> or I'll be like, I'll sometimes be like, you better not lead that shit on me because you started doing that like during social dancing, for example. Please don't do it during the performance. I hate that. Whatever. Like, there'll be something like that. And it will for sure come off. <laughs> but I do the same thing. In, in a moment, yeah. I remember. I remember Eva, uh, my ex. She was. She, I was telling. What do you like to go to, to to a place that she loves to go is uh, Cachirulo. So she said because I know what is coming. I don't like to get surprises. <laughs> when I go to other places, the dancers they start to do stuff like crazy. They get creative. But if I go to Cachirulo, I know if I dance with A. B and C, I know what to expect. So mm -hmm. this is one of the reasons that she was saying why she wants to go to dance in those places. So remind me to that now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think there is two types of dancers like that. I've heard so many, like, so many women I've talked to over the years. I'm like, so what do you find interesting dancing with this so-and-so? And they're like, because it's easy. Like, I know what to expect. And mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. tell this about milongas too. Like they're consistent. It's like they know what to expect. Whereas, like I think Adam and I like love to change stuff around, and and it's the same for me with dancers. It's nice that it's an easy communication connection, but like the dynamic of change and unexpected mm -hmm. things is seems exciting. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Uh, I think it's like working two different sides of your brain. Like on one hand, when someone feels so comfortable and it's intuitive, there is like an act of surrender that you can do. Whereas I don't think you can really do that if someone is constantly keeping you like on the edge. stimulated. Mm -hmm. I think it's yeah. a different kind of mindset, which I, I want both. But uh, yeah. I, I was see... going to say it would be interesting yeah. to find a way to some, not always, but sometimes like surrender, but also be sort of, in that state of mind as well 
Mm -hmm. I think that happens naturally when you are like when the way Chrissy described it, like mm -hmm. when you're in this communication and connection that you're experiencing, when it naturally happens instead of like feeling like, okay, I want to do this because I want to do something different now. It's just like you're able to do different things because maybe the relationship is uh, making it possible. You know mm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. I like what but, Potato said. It's open to yeah. be anything, like like a ninja, something like that. <laughs> but uh, back to your original point, though, Marcelo, about dancing alone. Um, yeah, I agree. Like, there's, we could definitely, you know, even in, like we discussed, you brought up in the lessons we do on Sunday. Like, we can get a lot out of that for us. We should we should be dancing more for ourselves, especially in this moment, but as, as well as when we're dancing socially. Not in a not in a selfish way, but in a in a way that brings us joy, you know. Well, I think it also it, makes you discover like what you want to express, right? Mm -hmm. And what you're feeling. Uh, so alone, and then with a partner, I think there is validity to both. There is something. There is something that it's uh, that you know when we are in the plane and they start to give us all the details about safety. And one, there is one moment when they said, when the the mask comes out, that they ask you, they ask you to do first put, it put the mask first, first in yeah. yourself before mm -hmm. to put in the. So, <laughs> I do, I do believe that this moment is a moment where, where we are learning how to put the mask in ourselves before to dance mm -hmm. with somebody. Literally, not just in, in the two ways, right? <laughs> but in the meaning of thinking how I dance. And how I take care of my own body and my own dance, and then I will meet somebody in the dance floor. Mm -hmm. uh, for every reason, there is a for me, uh, poetically, is if the tango want to survive or want to go to the next step, I think it's a next moment to to re to think about that. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, I agree. I mean, really nice we're always trying to. I'm sorry, Chico. Go ahead. No, go for it. No, I was gonna say like we're always trying to evolve the dance. Some people more than others you see especially in Buenos Aires like everybody's trying to figure out how to be the next Gustavo Nevada or like you know like we're all trying to reinvent tango this moment has like forced us in a way to reinvent tango in a in a completely unexpected and different way you know mm. and some people are just you know that I've spoken with and we've spoken with on the show have just said like no tango's dead it's not you know it's not happening and then other people like Marcelo and I myself some to some extent are thinking like no this is a this is a new opportunity to to enjoy tango in a different way yeah mm. uh, do you guys um, I, I oh, go ahead Marcelo. no please please chris i was thinking of like the uh, like in when you're talking about like meditation or anything like the beginner's mind and i remember when i first started dancing like the first six months it was like utter amazement that I could dance like I was like <laughs> I am dancing and you're dancing and we're dancing together Dude. it was like miracle off the top of miracle I don't know if you guys felt that but I was like Chrissy, this is a but <laughs> I have still had moments like that sometimes we're like I'll be at a milonga and I'll be like well, God dang it! Isn't this a fucking amazing? Like, <laughs> look at all of us in a fucking room, fucking dancing together to music like and I laugh about how the music's old and shit too but I'll be like or I'll be in a small community in like Cleveland or something or wherever, and I'll be like, we're dancing to music written in Buenos Aires in 1930. Well, written far before, but then recorded in the 30s or 40s. And it's just like, hot damn, you know? Yes, <laughs> yeah, amazing. and you're shocked. 
I know. It's like, like all of the too. things that, you know, like we, we, like, you know, we can get so complicated around tango, like, oh, like this person holds me too tight or blah, that like, we're so, things get so complicated, but then there are these moments when you're like, have this beginner mindset where you're like, oh my God, I'm dancing here now with this person. Like you're like struck by the, yeah, the beauty and the simplicity amazing. of that idea. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to have that when we kind of connect. I also feel sometimes, I don't know if this happens to you guys, like your leader or whoever, your partner will do something and you'll react and you're like, how the hell did I know how to do that? Yeah. Like, because like, you've learned it at some point, and, but at this point, like your body reacting and I'm like, how do, how do I feel that? How am I feeling this? Like, how are we communicating all this? And this is happening. And I'm like, this is amazing. Like, yeah. 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 A personal story in that regard. I remember in the beginning when I was taking lesson, one of the most fascinating moves was the ocho. So mm-hmm. I was watching my teacher and leading to my, to my, to the person I was learning with, ocho. And I was thinking, how the hell he does it? So one moment in one of these lessons, I start to lead it so simple, so effortless. And I was so like, like you, Christy was saying, or Chico was saying, how in the hell I did this? <laughs> but I, I don't want to stop it. So I was doing, and after like two minutes, when I saw her face saying, okay, it's enough. So I was thinking, how the hell I go out of this now? <laughs> so I got trapped <laughs> in the ocho for the whole song. It's like a matrix. <laughs> exactly. Get me out of the ocho matrix. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. That was the sensation. Awesome. How I go out of here? I wish I could see the look on your face at that point in your life. Oh you my know. god. I, I could had see that your like your, your eyes getting large and like you're grinning kind of. You remember Chico when I used to do my impression of Marcelo? Oh my god. He was so right on. I had it for he a minute, like, dude. It was spooky. It was like <laughs> a couple years true, into like true. couple years into having work with you. Every time we would come to Argentina, and then like we'd come back. One time we came back and we we're about to practice, and he just went like sort of this embrace and his facial expression, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's Marcelo!" <laughs> and he Whoa, like, that's a spooky. <laughs> I had it down for a minute, dude. Yeah. I'll I'll try to recreate it and send you a video. It was fucking hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Do it this Sunday. I want to see the face on Sunday. Now that we have the lesson, I want to do it. Practicing. Yeah. Sunday, we have a class. Let's plug the class. Five o'clock, New York City time. Six o'clock, Buenos Aires time. A lot later in other parts of the world. Marcelo and Chico and I have a class. 2 p.m. on the West Coast time. Mm-hmm. And and we are going to try something that Adam brought the last week. That is amazing. I, he when he showed it to us and and I saw it the first time. I was thinking similar sensation like the ocho. How yeah. the hell you do that? <laughs> well, if I told you guys how easy it was, you wouldn't be that amazed. So I'm not even going to tell you how easy it is. You sort <laughs> of did, but we like... still don't believe you. There's beauty in pretend... simplicity. There's beauty in simplicity. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, it and still also, has yeah, a mystery so... for us. So, Marcelo, you played five questions a few weeks ago. Tonight, it's Chrissy's turn to play. So, feel free to ask a question, too. So, I just fucked that up. Let me start again. So, tonight, it's Chrissy's turn to play. (laughs) (laughs) 
One of the many things that I've been learning to do over the past <laughs> while is edit stupid sound things. <laughs> sound so can I start, Chico? Too. Can I start? Yes, go for it, Adam. This is a question that I want to ask Chrissy because I feel like Chrissy has this kind of energy where this is going to be a bonkers-ass story. <laughs> <laughs> like for a lot of other people... I'm going to ask this question and they're going to give some lame ass story and it's just going to be like, all right. Are you going to ask me like how many people I've slept with? Because I'll no, tell you. No, I mean, no, I'm, 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 I'm a tell-all memoir right no, now. We want names. We want names. I'll give names and numbers and details. Don't worry. And lengths. And lengths. <laughs> and I want to get on that. Yeah. <laughs> Three fingers. So... Uh, <laughs> I want to know the story of your worst date. Oh my god, I have oh a great one. It's a great one. I have a great Fuck one. Of oh my god, you do. <laughs> I'm sure you do. That's why oh I fucking knew. Adam, you got a little quiet, it... by the way. <laughs> oh, really? Adam did. Adam did. Oh. Can you repeat quiet. your question? You can't hear me? Oh, wait. Now we that? can hear you. Yeah, better, that's yes. better. Yeah, yeah. Well, I heard that question. I'm ready right, to answer. I asked her, <laughs> what is her worst date? So I was um, I was living in London. I was like 22, right out of college, and I was working in a bar. I was okay. So you just said two things that are um, a London and a bar. Yeah, you know, that's just okay. That's a great. <laughs> yeah, I was working. Yeah, I was working. Or sorry, excuse me, not a bar, a pub. Um, and one of the like regular patrons asked me out on a date, and I was like, all right, he's all right. So I went out with him and he, we went on a date. He ended up losing his keys and I'm like, I'm air quoting in the air. He, he lost his keys at the bar and he, he was like, can I stay with you that night? I was like, all right, sure. So we, he ended up like staying in my place. Um, and in the middle of the night, he gets up and he's like, where's your bathroom? And I was like, oh, it's down the hall. So he gets up, he goes to my closet and he starts peeing on oh, my clothes in my closet. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I get up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he like, he was like drunk, I guess. I mean, obviously. Yeah, I would hope so. Or he's a really big fucking asshole. He just like, he just like. Finish. He Thanks finished. Yeah. Finished. <laughs> like jiggled and like put himself back and then like jumped back into bed. And I was like, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. And he's like, why won't this girl put out? I don't get it. <laughs> and the next morning, I was like, do you remember what you did last night? He's like, no, I have no idea. I was like. <laughs> This, laundry time motherfucker yeah subsequent like obviously Holy i still continue shit. to date this person after this because I'm, I'm a lunatic <laughs> and i have other ridiculous stories of shit oh, he's done what? Yeah. Well, hold on. <laughs> wait let me tell you 
what he did on dates. Maybe he said he loses his keys and not wanted to really pee in a closet of the girl that he's dating with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that that was like, that was a memorable date I was on. I was like, oh, that was interesting. Holy shit. <laughs> so hold on. Did the dresses stay peed on for how long? No, he, wa- <laughs> he felt terrible the next day. He like, was like washing all my stuff. But I thought, in the end, I thought it was funny because I was like 22. I was like, oh my God, he's so funny. He's so charming and British. <laughs> you know what? No, I, I cannot believe this. I cannot believe it. If he could pull it off, if he could piss on your clothes and then like charm his way out of it, that's a motherfucking master. He needs to write a book. <laughs> I, I want to tell you another story, but maybe I'll save it for the end. But uh, because we have we have four more questions, obviously. No, no, no. Go for it. Go for it. So this this was not on a date, but this was like me. You know, I was working in the bar, and he was uh, the pub, and he was like basically like drunk I guess you know so he would take it to people challenge him so one time he was challenged he's like someone's like I dare you to drink all of the I don't know what he called swill whatever is like you pour out the you drink you like pour a beer and whatever gets trapped in under that black like rubber thing you know what I'm talking about mm, okay uh-huh. yeah 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 so they poured it was like a, like a when you pitcher pour a draft beer yeah, yeah. You pour so it. at the end of the evening pitcher of this nasty ass swill oh. And they're like, I challenge you to drink it. And he drank it. And I was like, why am I dating this guy? <laughs> What's wrong with me? So, and he did like some other crazy shit. And I was like, all right, I think, I, I think there's a trend line here. You know what? I wonder, I, I wonder, how, how many of my girlfriends, they asked that question when it went with me? Why are we dating this guy? A lot of them. I wonder, Chrissy, you remember, I don't know if you remember this, a long time ago, you were, I think, you were. Prepared. It was after you and Mark had separated, and you were going to go out with somebody. And you were, I don't know why, we were hanging out, and you were, or maybe you, you just told me the story to Milonga, and you were like, "Yeah, are, are, I, God damn it, no!" Because you asked me like, "How do I look?" And I, I, maybe I was at your house. I don't fucking remember, but <laughs> and I remember telling you, I was like, "Chrissy." Guys suck. Like we're fucking losers. Like you were trying way too fucking hard here. Like you've been fucking married. Like you know that this is not. This doesn't get any better than this. Lesson learned. We we you don't even have to try. Like not women do not have to try. Eventually guys will just be like whatever. I mean it's true. I've learned so many things. Sad. By true, it's true. God damn it! <clears throat> Men should be the ones doing all the impressing, not the women. I did learn that. Eventually, it took me a while. All right, Chico, you're up next with the question. Okay, I'm gonna ask Jody's question because I like asking for everyone. Jody put this on Facebook a couple weeks ago, Chrissy, and. Um, she said, fill in the blank, please. A great embrace makes me feel that, that, that. Ooh. A great embrace makes me feel... God, wow. I think it makes me feel like safe and seen. I know that feels like pretty, like, simple but I think when somebody really holds you 
it goes to like your primal brain. Like there's something very primal. Like we could say like a lot of beautiful illustrative words, illustrative words. But in the end, I think it really hits like our primal brain where we're like, wow, I feel like supported physically, emotionally, and like safe. Like there's something around that field. Mm -hmm. Something primal, like this, a primal need is being met. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I don't know. What do you guys, how, what, what did you guys what, say? Marcelo, did you answer that question when you were on a couple weeks ago? Did I ask you? No, I didn't. I, but didn't. I don't remember you asking, yeah. I I think this really linked to what Adam said before and what Christy is saying before because this is something that I'm thinking lately and and and, and touch me what you just said, Christy, about being seen and being a care. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, yes, it's a beautiful image and I link it with the, what Adam just said about when an artist go out and try to sh- share what the person is. I I related these two comments with the concept of existence. When 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 we embrace in tango, I feel that this this moment that I feel that exists because I I'm touched with somebody. Then mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's go with the concept of primal that. Uh, Christy was saying, is really connected to the existence. If I am alone, there is a sensation of loneliness. And when I touch somebody or when I am in contact with something, the my existence itself is revealed. And and I like that. I like what you answered, Christy. Thank you, thank you so much. Hmm. Yeah. I, I would just yeah. even like say one more thing. I feel like it's like I'm exposed emotionally and, and mm-hmm. vulnerable. But I'm safe at the same time. Like there's a yeah. safety in doing that. Like I'm being met with with the same thing. So there's safety in in the reciprocity. Yeah, it's like you're being embraced for it all, and like yeah. it's, the word is in the definition almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. And, um, and yeah, and it's like feeling at home as well as feeling high for me. Like. It's as much as being rooted, I feel like I'm rising up and uh, feeling high. It's like, uh, that's how I feel. So I feel everything that you're feeling and talking about, as well as like I feel it detaches me from everything at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and just oh, lets beautiful. you be in that moment. Yeah, it, you can't be anywhere but the present moment. Yeah, it's just now. And I think like Marcelo using the word existence is also yes. for me, like brings it to here and now and this. That's yes. all that there is. Yeah, uh, well And said, nothing yeah. else matters. Hmm. Yes. It is, it is not the same as well when we have a mm-hmm. nice conversation with somebody or when we have this moment of, of deep... Uh, that the song that happened with somebody, a friend, a family member, a lover, that this moment that we exist and we are there together in that moment, I, I remind me to that moment too. Yeah, it's true. And do you guys also feel like there is this thing about it? I feel like I feel the presence around me and being like engulfed by it and embraced by it. But at the same time, I feel so big and that I am embracing. Can you hear me? 
Here we go. Um, that was what happened? I disconnected Marcelo because I thought it was him, but it's you. It's Fucking me? Bitch. No, I think it was Chrissy. I don't know. Oh, really? <laughs> Shit, sorry. Marcelo. Well, you what's not me? What's going on? I feel discriminated. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was the third world country guy making all the static, but I guess it's <laughs> <laughs> Chrissy out in the countryside. We always blame Marcelo for technical issues. I love I mean, that he's here every week, and then we're like, "It's Marcelo." I like to do, I like to do the strange noises, but not in this case. Sorry to cut you off, Chrissy. No, I mean I don't know how deep you want to get on this question, but um, get as deep as like, you want, baby. You know, I had. Like, uh, <laughs> wow. If, if you've ever had like someone close to you pass and you're kind of witnessing that there's this like a moment where you, there's no other moment, but the present, like kind of what we were saying, you're like kind of thrust into the now of like seeing this as like sacred and mm -hmm. like, and beautiful and strange and wonderful. And there's something around that, that feels very similar to like having a moment with somebody in tango where you're just like the only moment that exists is right now. So please, like, connect with me with everything that you have. And I, I feel the parallel between those two, those two things. And that's why it sucks to go dancing when you're not. I mean, yes, I, I'll say let me let me try to make it clear. Like, I've gone dancing some nights when I'm not, quote unquote, in the mood. And I've still had mm -hmm. an amazing night in the end, you know. And vice versa, when I was thinking I'm like gonna have this great night and it sucked, but then I, I there's nights when I'm out and I'm feeling like really vulnerable, and when I dance, I feel like because I'm in this we're so intimate, like it's so obvious. I don't I it's probably not, but I just feel like I'm 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 bearing everything, you know, and it's it makes me even more uncomfortable. I'm like oh god. God, what do you mean just, you're just... bare? Like it's just you're not feeling anything in return. Is that what you mean, or? No, it means that I'm bearing, I'm I'm bearing all my vulnerability, and I see. it makes me much more self-conscious of it. I'm like even more, like it 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 just it dial it's like now it's under a microscope. I'm like oh shit, <laughs> I was already over there feeling vulnerable alone. Now I'm with a person. I see. You know, it just amplifies it. I guess it it can it can it can really be uh, just an interesting thing. Yeah, I, lo I love that though. I love that feeling. I love that feeling when you're in a relationship with someone or with a friend too. That like it's because partially by being there, you're choosing to share and open up, right? Mm -hmm. And now you're feeling maybe under the microscope with. Uh, whatever that vulnerability is that day but you're you're choosing to share that and i think there's a huge value in that it is not the magic of tango i, I think that tango as a different other art form bring that vulnerability so in our skin it's true and and it is beautiful uh, that we can find this this connection all around the world, doesn't matter the culture, doesn't matter the age, doesn't matter the background. At the end, we meet in that so vulnerable spot that Adam was saying, and yeah. and that can be addictive. I agree. And I mm, unfortunately yeah. find some people don't let themselves go there. 
they're right. like scared of it like uh, i i love humor in the dance too but i also know some dancers that will immediately turn something into humor because it's almost like a shield yeah it's deflection mm -hmm. uh it's so that like they don't let themselves go deeper Mm -hmm. exactly <clears throat> and there are moments for humor but there are moments for other feelings and that i think it should all be okay to accept and embrace and reflect and express oh my i'm so jealous all these good questions for chrissy no that question for me i'm so jealous <laughs> what's Did your you fucking have, like, what's worst your date color? experience marcelo <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> yeah. answer marcelo what's your worst no this is the, this is the moment of chris so let's go I keep know, going <laughs> No, but it's okay. We asked you the question too. So, Adam, you're next. <laughs> yeah, anyway, we go. has a question and wants to I'm answer the huh? terrible date of his life. No, I don't know. I, I, no, no, I, I never had on. a very hard date. We can okay. talk about that another time. Well, let's stay on, on point with asking Chrissy five questions. Okay. Your so, terrible dates are about you, though, right? Let <laughs> me that's see why you don't want to talk about here. them because you are the part of the terrible date <laughs> oh, I, I just love because I feel like Chrissy's like a sister to me so I, I love asking silly questions um, what's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done embarrassing thing oh, hmm. yesterday or yesterday. Let, me let me rephrase it what's because maybe for you it wasn't embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> what were other people in Paris by? <laughs> uh, well, do you have any self-respect? Let me ask you that. <laughs> <laughs> that is so mean. <laughs> she dated a guy who pissed in her closet in the first. I know, I know, I, mean, I know. So, okay, and so... she well, shared I... that. So, yeah. yeah. I think like the I don't I can't think of where I willingly put myself in an embarrassing situation. No, I, can, I don't think anybody I, would willingly. I but. mean, I I think honestly, like one of the things, like I, I talked about the story with my the tango the tango performance, like it was like one of the first oh, yeah, weeks, yeah. where like it it was embarrassing for me because it was like my worst fears, right? Like I was like, oh my god, I'm performing and it's going terrible. And it's, it's getting worse. <laughs> like somehow it's like doubling down on, and it was, it was like my worst fears coming true. So I'm, I don't know like what's that. I felt deeply embarrassed by that. Okay. Let me, let me move that question it, to another one. Do okay. you feel as you get older and I don't mean to sound, I don't want this to sound negative, like condescending or, or, or negative, but things that might've embarrassed you 10 or 15 or 20 years ago, do you feel like now you're just like, yeah, that's yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know. I, you're right. I think that like you become less. Um, I mean, if you're doing life right, maybe you're becoming less self-critical and more mm. self-accepting, and yeah. you're less concerned about what other people, what you think other people are perceiving about you. Because honestly, the the reality that I learned is that like nobody really cares what you're doing. We think we're like so self-involved. We think that we're like making an impact on everyone that we talk to, but nobody cares. <laughs> like nobody cares about your embarrassing moment other than you. Yeah. So it's when true. you sort of view the world as like everyone's sort of very self-involved, like no one's really like. Unless you're obnoxious you about it, I would say. Yeah. You know, <laughs> selfish and obnoxious. I think they might care, but like otherwise. Right. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't, I just, I don't hold a lot of. Well, let me divert this question slightly. If you fall, what the, what's your reaction? Like a physical version of like what? Oh, I'll probably, I'll crack up. I'll laugh hysterically. Like I, I, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to like ham it up, I think. Because it's just being very human. Like there was a, I know, I know, exactly. I watched, do you guys like, know the comedian Sinbad? Oh my God, bringing it back. Yeah, I know, well, this is a long time ago, but I saw him do a bit, and he talked about the difference between a man falling and a woman falling. And he was okay. like, the woman will fall. How did he say it? It had to do with basically like, you know, going back to the point of like, if you're embarrassed or not, like, like if a woman falls like she'll she'll land on the ground she'll drop her shit and then she'll like get up and she'll pick it up and slowly if a guy falls he'll like he'll hit the ground he'll like run and jog he'll like roll around <laughs> and he'll like hop back up like nothing happened like, like, like a ninja like he meant to do it like he meant to do it right <laughs> i mean he did it live on stage and he, he planned it for That's years hilarious. Probably. It was fucking hilarious that is true <laughs> i need to that see is true. that <laughs> So will true. rebound and even that the, the guy is hurt he will say no it's nothing and he yeah. has one broken no, arm he's even limping in the bit too he's like limping away like oh, i'm good this is how i walk yo <laughs> <laughs> so adam you've seen me fall many times what do i do oh my do? god <laughs> i don't know because i get I get angry when you fall <laughs> he does actually i feel like you're damaging my goods. <laughs> Your reputation, yeah. What the hell? My tango partner. I'm not falling when I'm dancing, right? I'm falling when I'm no, walking on the like street and stuff. Walking around. <laughs> but I once, I get upset in a way. Like I get, I'm concerned, of course, but then I'm also like, "Yo, I need that shit." <laughs> This is like sort of my mom because I used to also like play really rough as a kid because um, I was like a boy growing up. What do you call that, by the a way? A tomboy. Yeah, yeah tomboy. I was a tomboy in the full sense of it. And every day I would go home like with something bleeding, something banged up. And I remember one time I was swinging in these chains hanging off a sling and you're supposed to hang in them with your hands, but I decided to put my feet in it. I don't even know how I climbed there. And I swung and jumped off, and then the metal thing came and hit me on the face, and I broke a tooth. And I couldn't go home because I was, like, crying. My mom's going to be so mad at me because I hurt no. myself. <laughs> <laughs> I feel sort of like that when I fall next to Adam. I'm like, fuck, Krista, you let me know. <laughs> Once I remember I was in a, in a festival with Sigrid in France and we were uh, going out before the, like, the tanda before going to do the performance, right? So the floor was super slippery, super slippery. So I was trying stuff, we were warming up and, you know, we were trying to show off in order to, to get the people excited about the show, blah, blah, blah. So I do a side step and I slide and it's, I felt... I felt really bad, and she just stand there. I felt like I th I thought that I dislocated my something. Oh, and I mean, in the meantime, when I was there in the floor, really like trying to figure out what happened with me, Sigrid looked at me and said, "Can you dance?" <laughs> <laughs> she didn't ask me, "Are you okay?" No, How you? No, 
Can you dance? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I need you. Well, I want to. Speaking of slippery floors, I was in Berlin once with Brigitta, and I don't know if some of you danced at, at Rixdorf. Bauhaus Rixdorf? Yes. And, and it used to be on the top floor of this building, and then for some reason they had to move it. And the floor was, it was a white room and the floor was white and the floor was extremely slippery. So that's why I'm thinking of this right now because Marcelo's story. And, you know, Berlin gets like a lot of high level dancers. It's like, you know, the second, pretty much like the second Buenos Aires in a way. Like it's, it's a pretty good community. And I remember we're in this room and nobody is dancing on this floor because it is so slippery. Nobody wants to embarrass themselves. And Brigitte looks at me and she says, Adam, let's dance. And I was like, um, I don't know, like the floor and she's like you know Brigitte she's been dancing since 1982 she's like Adam I'll take care of you don't worry <laughs> I know this floor she said I know this floor and don't worry I'll take care of you and like we That's danced awesome. nobody else was it was really weird because really nobody was dancing from my memory and everybody just looked like their jaws were like oh what the fuck <laughs> and yeah she basically does what you know Brigitte like she'll just back lead you the whole time Oh, really? Yeah, she just did her thing the whole time, and it was great. It was so funny. <laughs> I love that woman. So I have a new question. Mm. Okay. Uh, so I am going to assume that we all go through this, but if you haven't, you can, of course, say so. That I feel like we learn a lot about ourselves in the process of learning tango. <laughs> and so we're not only growing in tango, but we... Mm grow in life and life affects tango tango affects back life and so on what did you learn about yourself through tango that you think was the most profound oh my gosh i i have an answer for this um so i well of course i like thank you for asking that question um i have thought about this a lot and i remember this is really vulnerable, by the way, but I'm happy to like share it. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of people fall out of tango because they're very confronted with their limiting belief about themselves. This is why people don't survive in tango. Like it, it, Tango will show you where you need to grow emotionally mm -hmm. or anything. I agree. Uh, and this is, uh, no, really, this is why people can't take it. They're like, it's too much. And, you know, I remember dancing and I remember wanting to be, like the best, youngest, prettiest person in the room. Like I, I felt that, I felt that need. And then of course, as you get older and have more exposure and all these other things, like those are, those are things that you'll have to let go of. And they can be very confronting. And I just remember feeling like I really have to, you know, I, uh, certainly I can't be the youngest person in the room anymore. <laughs> I'm 40 <laughs> years old. Certainly that can't happen. Um, and the prettiest either, you know, or the best, like there's amazing dancers. So like, what else am I offering? I mean, that's like the eternal question. Like what else do I offer besides those things? Like I have a lot more to offer. I better focus on that as, as a more, um, as a better idea of, of who I am than those external things that will inevitably change. Like those are things that you can't hold on to. So mm -hmm. what else am I bringing to the table besides those very transient ideas? 
Well, and those are like, also so subjective ideas, right? Exactly. Like, what is yeah, the, yeah. Because external are the best answer. Yeah. Like there is no such thing. Yeah, they're all externally like validated, right? <laughs> what a timing! What a timing, Adam. <laughs> is this our commercial break? You know that song. That's no, the story yeah. of Lola, and that's a yeah. story. <laughs> yeah, you know. This is you my karaoke off... go-to song. All right, so I know the song by heart. And <laughs> you know, Adam, like you started, like you were like super young, and like your your vision super young, of baby. like. Well, yeah, you're still young, but like you started off super young, and you're you're maybe like your vantage point is like people are like, oh, you're like the young tango dancer, so like that's your label, and maybe that's your internal label too. And then somebody well, else comes I was, along. And... I will say that I was labeled that, and it didn't always work to my advantage. I would, you know, you could say, but um, uh, <laughs> you got stuck there. Well, I'm gonna say. Hi to Carol while you're thinking about Hi, Carol. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you guys? Good. How are Hi, you? Carol. Hi. We Montreal. just did our first um, little Zoom party with our, our Wednesday crowd. We tried it for the first time, and it kind of it kind of worked. So feeling very happy about that. Oh, nice. nice. That's exciting. Oh, that's okay. nice. Yeah, because I, I mean, I... we're not so familiar, so we had to practice and figure it all out. And... We did some fun stuff. We did like drawings together and all sorts of things. It was fun. I love it. I love the dance you guys put out too. I don't know, Chrissy and Marcelo and Adam, did you guys see it? No. It's no, we didn't. Cute. I uh, saw the pajama, oh, the, the pajama the, dance. Oh, yeah, the pajama dance. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, is like nobody wanted to do it. Oh, that was awesome. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. I will share and that also, later. Um, the bit, and then you and Julio doing the the volcada like isn't that this, uh, isn't that a stream? that was awesome. That was I that that project was for this um festival that's held here every year in the middle of the winter, right? It goes for two weeks, and it was like I don't know they had this big outdoor show on the last night with like people like from the circus who were part of like the concept of it, and it was like. The stage, it was outside, it was like end of February, super cold, and the stage was set the way like, you know, this a runway would be for models, except in an uh -huh. L, okay? So two of them, like in an L, uh -huh. and they were backed by these gigantic screens that were, they were projecting stuff on, and there was like fire and lights and all sorts of stuff, and for some reason, this guy had this concept that we were supposed to dance he said a tango it was on music that was not tango we had to be wearing gas masks and like boots right boots and overalls like it was like as it was like at the end of the world kind of thing so it's like a coronavirus that. theme <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what that was from but unfortunately there's no video of it or anything no. I remember because in the video he even says like don't worry you're going to be wearing boots yeah <laughs> but the thing is what happened is on the night like I had two pairs of boots right like we had practiced it in the daytime and the surface because they didn't want to have an accident they had painted it with that you know the kind of paint you put on a balcony or something outside so it's got like grit or sand in it or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so anti anti-slip paint I guess so mm -hmm. it was super sticky but I brought two pairs of boots with me and I was going to wear the one pair that was sort of more slippery 
And just before I was supposed to run on and do that thing, it started to snow. And I was like, oh crap, it's gonna be slippery. So I like, I remember changing my boots and the technician beside me was like freaking out. You're not gonna be ready, you're not gonna be ready. I had like 40 seconds to do it. And I changed my boots and ran on and did that thing. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Some and of no the shit we do as tango dancers, it's crazy. Yeah, and the thing is, is we were like tiny, tiny, tiny. Like no one could see us because it's like, you imagine doing this on a big outdoor thing with like, I don't know, like 100,000 people are there or something. Like no one could mm -hmm. see us. Like my friends were like, why didn't they project it on the screen? And it's like, I don't know. So we, like, Chico, long time ago, Chico and I got hired to dance at a nightclub. Oh, yeah. Remember that, Chico? Yes. They paid. They called Empire Dance. They called Empire. They called the studio and said, "Can we book some tango dancers for this gig?" And so we, you know, and this is like, come on, we've been dancing like two years, so we're we're not that good, right? And we, when I'm a little white guy and she's a little Turkish girl, and we show up, and this is like a nightclub in New York City, and we did not. <laughs> I don't think they thought that was who we were gonna. They were gonna see. Well, <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> They're like, you know, where's the sexy up? Latinas? Yeah, yeah. They were thinking like Frankie Martinez kind of motherfuckers, you know. Like, so th they send me, they send us upstairs to to like get ready and whatever. And then we, they and they're playing like narco tango. Like they're not playing tango. So yeah, I remember we go downstairs. the The floor is packed. It's a nightclub, and the floor is sticky. We as try shit to dance, and it's, it's like just... getting stuck on glue every step. We're yeah, we're stuck on glue. Number one, number two, they play narco tango, so the music doesn't really change for the crowd. They they don't notice <laughs> that it's tango, and and so we start dancing, and they don't announce us, they don't turn up the lights, and they no don't do one shit. moves. And there's go go girls. Oh, nobody yeah. leaves the space. Nobody moves out of our way. And there's like go go dancers <laughs> on platforms like twelve feet above. <laughs> I mean, it was like a fucking nightclub, you know. And so we dance our two songs or whatever we did. And like you know, I'm trying to lead linear boleos, and and Chico almost like kicks people, and but they don't really fucking notice because everybody's like drunk and high on ecstasy or something. And so we go back upstairs, and they hand us like five hundred dollars in cash or whatever they paid us, and we leave, and we're just like, what the fuck? We were like, what the hell just happened? But like it was like us doing a mob dance, like flash mob sort of a thing, because it like really felt exactly, like no one, paid. exactly, no one moved out of our way. We didn't really have a stage yeah. or a space to dance. And so we like maneuvered between people and we couldn't really pivot. It was just, yeah. No, we were just in the middle of a crowd and we were, and, and like the organ, the people probably running the show didn't understand that that's, you know, like, that's how it's going to go. <laughs> well, it, with those kind of contracts, at least if you're paid well, then you think, okay, I feel I'm kind, it's kind of humiliating and I feel like an idiot, but at least you have some money. I remember doing a corporation's big Christmas party and it was held in the, up on this lounge on top of the Olympic Stadium or something like that. And I remember people were so drunk that when we started to dance, they just kept walking across the space that we were on. Hmm. And uh, it was like, okay, let's have a drink. I remember after that, it was like, I need a drink. I need a drink because nobody, nobody cared we were there at all. Yeah. Not at all. We did. That's like, the, didn't we rent a car, Chico, and do something in Long Island a long time ago, similar to that? Probably. I like, I blocked that one out. It was so embarrassing. But yeah, we still got paid. So I was like, <laughs> was Fuck that it. the doctor's <laughs> like event or something? It was like a quinceanera or something. I don't know. Oh, oh, I don't remember that one. Yeah, it was weird. And we had to, like, charge them for a rental car because we had to drive out to Long Island. 
And they and, paid for uh, it and everything. Yeah. Yeah, they paid us yeah. a ton. I mean, I don't not a ton of money, but they. I think we we maybe paid us two hundred plus paid for a rental car, which was whatever. And yeah, who knows? Well, I yeah. don't remember the details. So how are things yeah. going in New York? So yeah. New York is. Chico, you don't live in New York, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, I wanted to, I wanted to convert the conversation back to Chrissy before. I don't know if she needs to oh, leave sorry. or something. Sorry, no, no, no. We can't go back to New York. No, we are. We were. She was mentioning something beautiful, and then Adam put the alarm. <laughs> so <Go> mean. <laughs> That's fine. That's totally fine. <laughs> no, I want to hear. I want to. I, I, I like a, you know, like the like this, this like Avengers when they finish and everybody's dying and you want to see the next one. So I just, I'm still here <laughs> holding. Keep going. Same here. Same here. <laughs> all right. All right. Go. 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 Well, it lost the momentum, but that was my answer. <laughs> well, so I will feel uh... Kelvin. We were. <laughs> We, we were talking about uh, how tango changes us and allows us to grow in life uh, as well as our tango changes when we grow in life. And I had asked Chrissy. Yeah, and you were saying that you're old now and things are... Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. My, my, my titties are low and I can't be, you know, I'm not Come the same. <laughs> can't dance on. with my bifocals no, and my I sagging being, I was being silly. I was, I, you know, my, the... The ideas I had around like what how I was valued, uh, you know, was like very externally focused. And then you know, with a lot of tango, or tango is very confronting. So it, you'll certainly be confronted with like your limiting beliefs or the things that you need to grow from. And it was really confronting around okay, like what what does getting older inside of tango look like? What does you know beauty inside of tango look like? You know, what does good what's the version of good that you want to be and all of that you know figuring out like how do you how do you resolve all of that uh as a woman um inside of tango and then what's like what's like the greater what's the greater goal what's the greater mission as a woman it's like how does you know really own like being an embodied no matter your age or your beauty or how you're how you're perceived but like really loving yourself inside of that space well, Chrissy, can I, you said something earlier, you mentioned like how I started dancing really young and yeah. I was going to say something, but totally lost yeah. my train of thought. But now that you're mentioning what you're saying now, like what I loved about dancing young, especially was that, or not, how do I say? I, yeah, I guess I could say at the time I realized what I loved was that at that time I was 21, 20 years old and I got to see beauty in humans that was not inherently promoted oh yes until i was able to just touch them and feel them and dance with them and talk to them more more importantly mm -hmm. than all of that yeah. uh up until that point you know i knew all of this shit was f bullshit that the cosmopolitan cover magazine you know all this fucking shit but yet mm -hmm. it's a cultural thing and you grow up around it and and so you know you're 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 always seeking that out to a certain extent but mm. when i started dancing i was falling in love with women who were you know, 20, 30, 40 years older sometimes. I mean, I'm not saying not anything happened. I just mean emotionally, like, I connected with people that yeah. I never would have connected with before um, without it, you know? Yeah, because it was, they weren't it was part of your social circle. Like, we're so conditioned in our side of our social circle, which is, like, age-related, socioeconomic-related. Like, 
And then to be exposed to all this other beauty and interests and yeah. like humanness is like, you really expands your mind. Like I never would have dated Chico. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah cause I was waiting for that. I, Actually, I wouldn't have ever said yes. <laughs> but I it's also for, for, for most guys, we've gotten a lot luckier than because of Tango. Than oh yeah, come we, on, yeah. You know, you all know. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's all. Are you talking like, to me? Are you talking to me? Oh, I, I just. I didn't say shit. You were the one who spoke first, Marcelo. But, I feel like yeah. all that like Russian cliche, like you know, how the fuck did that Russian guy get that hot chick? <laughs> but also, I wanna like, I wanna go back on the subject. I love this. That from what Chrissy said, it goes back on the embrace question too, like what you experience there and what you're willing to open up. Like you can get to know the person way faster than you would if you weren't dancing tango you know what i mean through tango you already go past certain barriers that you might run into in normal social life and i feel like sometimes through tango you're a step ahead of that because you started with an embrace versus a conversation Going back to Adam saying, like, he got to know people that he wouldn't have possibly known otherwise. Yeah, but also in a way, like you you just said, like, in a way that you'll never have otherwise gotten to know them either. Because we are, and going back to what we were talking about before, about being vulnerable, like, I know we've all come across people outside of Tango, perhaps, you know, when the, and you mentioned this in class sometimes, Chico, you know, like bring your, who are you out in the, in the outside world, bring that to your dance. But tango is so disarming. It, it, it forces like even some of the toughest, most aggressive people in the world, they, they come into that space and they're, they're helpless. They're, they're defenseless. And so therefore mm -hmm. you're able to connect with each other in that sort of, in that way, you know? Mm -hmm. It's, it's definitely very interesting. It's like the uh, Brene Brown has this um, this saying called hot wired intimacy, where you like bypass a lot of the normal ways you get to know somebody. And tango is one of those things where you're like hot wiring intimacy. Mm. Like normally you're like get to know people in a very different way, but you're like you're like plugging in at a very different yeah. level than normal social interactions would have you normally do. Sometimes Facebook know, allows for just... that too. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, <true>. <laughs> <laughs> Something that and Christy was saying, and I, I, I've seen in my own journey in tango, and I feel related to is this idea that we think that we have something to offer, and then we need to we see ourselves doing and changing and 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 valuing on other things in other people. Is, it's true. It's so interesting. I, I I never thought when I was young and started to tango to be a professional. And now that I'm here, I really value all the friends that I met, that the people that I, that, that helped me to grow, and yeah, and the girls that they date me that they're never <laughs> going to date me in another way too. I still admit. Yeah, tango men certainly like punch up on their weight, or is it punch down? Yeah. <laughs> like, but a part of tango that tango men get better the better end of the deal. But a part women. of that is because tango gives men who didn't have confidence beforehand confidence, mm, exactly. because men are also judged just as much as women 
Indeed. Based on vanity. Indeed. When Indeed. I walk into a bar, I'm not turning fucking hits. You know, like mm -hmm. I know that. Um, but and until I started dancing, I knew that a lot. So I didn't carry myself that way. And when I started yeah. dancing and I realized that doesn't matter and I have value otherwise, mm -hmm. I got more confident. It's true. And, and I got arrogant for a while too, not with women, but, you know, I, I, people told me like over the years, like, oh yeah, you used to be a lot more arrogant. I don't know if that was really the case because I think Chica would have, would, would have, Smacked you know, you if you... <laughs> told me, but, but anyway, it, it does give you a confidence about what, va what matters, you know, like mm -hmm. you are valuable, you are a person, you, you're important and like, it's not always what? about... I like what Rosanna said. She's like, it's a great humanizer tango. Uh, yes. And I, I agree. It's also a great womanizer. <laughs> Carol, do you, do you want to share anything related or are you catching on to the conversation easily? I'm just, I'm just listening. Okay. I think it's super interesting. I think that, that tango is... Um, in, yeah, you know, it, sometimes it's it's odd that we we see people a lot, right? Uh, sometimes every week or more than once a week. But some people we don't know. We dance with them frequently, but we don't know anything about them. Do you ever find that that there's people in your tango community oh, that absolutely. you socialize sure. with, like, but we really don't know anything about them at yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. And some people I feel uh, I get to know more during this time mm -hmm. uh, because of... At the same time, it is... Sorry, no, Chico. okay. Go for it. At the same time, it's something really interesting that, uh, as Carol was saying, we met these people and we talk with them, but at the same time, we don't know much about this person. And for my side, it's kind of the magic. It's maybe I don't want to know. Maybe I just want to know the person... It, Right, that, like Christy was saying, in that moment, mm -hmm. how do we connect now? And how, for every reason, the person that is there is in tango, have something that we share in uh, whatever happened before or what happened after, it's something that we connect in that, that moment. So that is as well fascinating yeah, I for agree. me. I, I, I agree that, in, you know, I have this podcast, not this one, but the one where I interview like people in tango. And a lot of people have, I've asked, they're like, you know what, I, I prefer. I don't want people to know me. Like I want to be anonymous, sort of. Like I like that, mm -hmm. and I totally respect yeah, that. Yeah, me too. Me too. Like I, and it's sort of sometimes it's also very fun and surprising. Like you could have seen one person in tango for years, and like five, six, seven years later, you actually get to know them, and you've had like this. Maybe you've had many dances, but then the relationship moves forward and getting to know them years and years later and it's always i i don't know uh, there's a time for things and sometimes the time is just to dance or to interact on a certain level but not know more about each other and that's okay i i agree with rosanna like i'm more i mean i think what she was just writing is i prefer dancing and i feel personally more comfortable when i'm dancing with people i know than mm -hmm. the whole mystique-ness of it. Um, but I can also see why people, you know, would also feel more comfortable that way. It's just for me personally, I I know like after the first, if I dance with a new person, the first song for me is always awkward. And not, not because they're awkward, it's because I feel fucking awkward. And then I'll try to crack mm -hmm. a joke or say something after the first song. And then I'll come down and I'll feel 
more myself. Hmm. I, um, I don't know anyone else who wants to say something, but I'm just going to jump in. I think there is a div um, value to both. Sometimes it can be very uplifting to dance with someone you've never met before and not really had much of a conversation and have an amazing dance. And maybe you don't even mm -hmm. like them as a person when you get to know them, to be honest. And that, that ends up being changing the dance. But uh, Well, then maybe, yeah. then, then maybe what I'm experiencing is that with some people, I don't need to do that because I just connect and feel it. And then with others, I do because I need that to help break yeah. the ice, you know, you know, mm. adapt through that. Yeah, like some people I dance with, like Rosanna just commented again, like on the other hand, she said, I used to travel to dance with people that you don't know. And I, I agree. Um, and there's some people I'll dance with that I don't know. And I don't need to say anything. It's just great. And then others, like, I feel like if I say something now, it'll help me feel more comfortable. Maybe it'll help them feel more comfortable. And usually it does, at least mm -hmm. for me. In, those moments. in my case, what, what I, I, other thing that I for trust is the group. For, because the group of tango, I don't, somebody who doesn't share some of our core value as a tango community, I'm talking about everywhere. It's interesting for me watching that these people get themselves out or there is something that they don't, they don't participate of the group. There is something about community, about society, about a tribe that the person who likes and agree with the, how the, 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 the rules of the tribe will fit in easily or the people who are not with that kind of view, they will go away too. So at the same time, I trust the, the community, uh, the tribe that we as a tango community uh, create, if that makes sense what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Because every community has in every tribe is got a different energy. And one thing that like our, our friend Lee Sager once said to me, Lee Sager ran a community out in Middletown, New Jersey. And Lee is a I don't know, Chico, how would you describe... Chrissy, you know Lee. Remember we did that yeah, game together out there? Yes, Yes. He's yes. down in North Carolina growing weed for the government. Holy like He's like shit. doing professionally... I had no like, idea. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he posts shits on Facebook. So Lee is like a tall, a very large, tall, long-haired guy, uh, smoker, drinker, you know, he says what's on his mind, and but he's sweet. You know, deep down he's a sweet guy, and... I remember one time, because we would drink together a lot, like Gary met Lee, Gary came in once and we went down to Seabright and like hung out. I took Mark to Seabright actually, Chrissy. Yeah. Um, it's just like a party city, mm -hmm. party town. So anyway, one time I'm like, Lee, how the fuck did you create a tango community? You were just like the least, you're just like this weird like fucking Makes guy. Makes no sense. And he said, you know, you, your people will find you. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's true and i'll tell you what chico remember the first time we went to middletown we, we walked in and we were like oh this is weird and then immediately like everybody had like their drinks and their, like their red ping pong cups or whatever you know full of wine and they're all like these older jersey people like drinking wine and getting drunk and they're all like you all want some wine and we were like and oh we're my like, god we love these people, people. Are fucking great. <laughs> these people are fucking lovely as shit <laughs> Because it seemed like, I mean, they were all dressy and it was this formal looking milonga. So we were like, oh, my God, are we in the middle of like a group of pretentious people? And then like right. within 30 seconds, we're like, oh, no, we're at home. Yeah, and, they're, they're, uh, so yeah. they're sweetest, 
Yeah. But you 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 guys know a lot of them. They come to the milongas in New York all the time. And then I, But you may not know them by name, but they're they're lovely people. And I also remember like when mm. we started dancing uh, with Adam, like I met him pretty much at the start and, and I would be in and out of tango. And he was like fully committed and going and I was working full time so I'd be like three months dancing three months not dancing whatever and one time I was like you know what I feel like I'm every time I come back I have to re-meet people and I realized like I don't feel like I belong and until I get that feeling I'm just never gonna feel so comfortable and enjoy this fully mm -hmm. so I remember like the right. first time I went to Adam I'm like we need to hang out with some of these people that we're meeting outside of tango. So we decided, like, we picked a mm -hmm. dozen people that we were enjoying hanging out at the Milonga and invited them over for Thanksgiving. That's how, like, Thanksgiving dinners at the Loft started. And that, like, completely changed how our relationship with tango and the community was. And that's, like... For me, at least, I don't know. It was the same for you, Adam. I remember the Xavier's birthday party a long time ago at the bowl at the pool hall in Brooklyn, and I remember thinking that moment was when I realized, like, the, that was the moment I first dawned on me when I looked around at Hadaway, Lutz, Sabina, you, me, like a lot of Jesse, and I thought, like, wow, we're hanging out with tango people like we don't know them <laughs> <laughs> but here we all are like doing this other thing like it was and i saw i want to that reminds me of a story um last summer when horacio was in town he came to cleveland and i remember at one point michaela got she was on one side of the room and he's teaching in the middle and there's this big crowd around him and, a, and right across the room is Lori, who's from cleveland and michaela you know she's so cute, and she, she's she kind of like stood up slow a little bit and like put her hands over her chest in the shape of a heart. If you can imagine mm -hmm. that towards to gesturing to Lori, and Lori like looked over and made another sign like I love you or something. And I thought, Michaela and Alberto are doing something that Tango needs to survive. Yes. They're yes. building. They're not just building students. They're building a family, a community. Community. Uh, these are people that are going to see each other like right now when we can't fucking dance. Like, these are people that are going to still be around. Like, that's your community. And tango is sort of like the vehicle that brings it together. But ultimately, that's what we're doing. You yeah. Know? Not there, we, but nothing... all of us. I don't want to yeah. say you know you and I, but like, we are all a part of it. Yeah. Well, we have a I responsibility. Agree. Please, Chris. No, no, go, go, go. It is absolutely agree with you and and what just Carol shared with us that they had the meeting in, uh, in Zoom. That is something as well that Char she's doing in her community and you guys doing here and all of us, we are trying to do that because this, the, that need of belonging mm -hmm. is human nature. Coming back what Christy said in the exactly. beginning, this primal, mm -hmm. primal need that when somebody has we feel seen and when somebody do something that include us in this tribe we feel seen and mm -hmm. when carol organizes a zoom meeting for the, the the people in montreal they still they feel seen so there is that absolutely 
primal thing of tango that create that belonging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when are you guys gonna drink the Kool Aid? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, nice, I'm nice there. attempt, Chico. Nice attempt at laughing at my dumb joke. <laughs> yes, it's true. Where is the wine? Wood, you didn't bring wine. What the? <laughs> Adam, do you have a moment? Guys, question I gotta go for, soon. The fifth question? We never oh, got to the one. fifth question. No! God damn it. Fifth question and I'm out. All right. Fifth <laughs> question. Let's make it a, an easy one. <laughs> Were you abused as a child? No, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. You're sick. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm... Uh... Right, we have lists of questions, you know, just what? so we don't have to use our brain. I'm gonna. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll do. I will do an easy one. What's your latest uh, Netflix, Hulu, TV binge? Have you been doing anything? <laughs> Any I haven't. Well, um, you know what Netflix is like. You like trying to find the whole thing is like you just keep searching for things to. Yes, exactly. Watch, and then you never watch anything. Yes. <laughs> so that's been my life. Um, but we finally watched um, uh, Unorthodox, the first episode last mm. night. Uh, I liked it. Yeah. Seems interesting. I I, I'm intrigued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm intrigued to like watch another. And yeah. So um, when I was a kid, we used to go to video, you know, like all of us, we would go to video stores and like browse. Oh, yeah. Remember? Blockbuster. Oh my yeah. My favorite part of renting a movie was renting the movie. Yeah. And you It wasn't actually watching the yeah. fucking movie. I just loved walking around the video store. And then <laughs> seeing at the, all the movies. And then seeing the one that you wanted and it was like there, you're like, "Yes." <laughs> it was so much more fun to just like look for them than uh actually watch it. Or at least it was half the battle. It was half the joy. Yeah. Exactly. I know. <laughs> what are you guys watching? Anything good? I am hooked on Community these days. Uh, I love that show. It's community. the comedy I need something like oh that God. is uh, quirky and comical these days. So well, I watched one, Barry. There's and one now. called I Think You Should. Oh yeah, I watched Barry and last then night. Actually, move down to community. It's yeah. Mm. There's one called I Think You Should Leave on Netflix. I think you would love it, Chrissy. A lot of what people it, don't like it. What's it about? Quick it's called premise. I Think You Should Leave. It's 15 minute episodes, and they're like skit comedies. So oh, some perfect. are like three to four to five minutes each. Oh my god, I love it! I love it and already because it's my my tiny gnat brain now can't like pay attention for. More. <laughs> I I get you, but like some of them are not that good, but some of them I'm fucking dying. Like this guy is a new comedian. <laughs> um, he's just insane, and he actually he's up in he's. He's not ba he lives in Mich he's from Michigan and I th I'm assuming he's home because of the quarantine but they were they were interviewing protesters. So the the way I learned about this comedian was that the news was in the protest interviewing people and he was in his car driving by and they grabbed him for an interview and he just fucking went with it like he's a protester. He's like, <laughs> "I just want to buy Halloween costumes, god damn it. When the fuck can I get my and, was, and then a friend of mine who I knew growing up, she posted she's like this fucking comedian I love is on the news fucking with everybody. And so then I followed, I, you know, I looked him up and I followed him in Netflix and his show is Chico. You watched Oh my God. Of I watched all of it within like a day or two. Oh, it's God, just it like so ridiculous. Like... 
But Adam was also very curious. He's like, you got to watch this. I was dying at the first episode. I need to know if this is funny. And I watched two minutes into it. It was actually the it. first skit of the, the first, first episode. Skit, and I was like, I told him <laughs> I'm already in. Uh, <laughs> Did you? I know, like, I was falling off the chair for that first bit, yeah. and I don't mean to over. I don't want to like overbuild it. You know, don't oversell it, it. Don't oversell it. Yeah. Because I showed it to Sharon, it's, and she was just kind of like, it's "What?" Definitely stupid, but it's definitely good stupid. Like. Oh my god. <laughs> but uh, Barry is another one that I was. I've been following. I'm almost finished. Barry off. is That's dark and bad. comic at the same time. I love shows like that. What do you think about it's it? It's good, man. It's so that good. guy is an amazing so actor. So good. Mm. I haven't get caught up, people. It's uh, on that note. On that note, mommy's gotta go. Mommy's gotta go night night. Well, ma- all right. Well, mama. We should wrap it up too because we started early. We were we were starting a show the show an hour early now, so we could end an hour early, and we're almost at the same time. At the same time. <laughs> I knew that was gonna happen. So for those of you listening who didn't know, we we are now starting at eight thirties on Wednesday. Thank you, Chrissy, yeah, for joining yeah. us. I yeah, love Chrissy, you guys. Thank you. You're the I miss you. Love you too. You're miss you guys. Can't wait to get together soon. Bye. Amazing, Chris. Thank you so much oh. for make us feel and think. Oh, you too, Marcel. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. So we started early because we need to go. So you're getting old, guys. What the hell? No, I'm not going to go to bed early. Thing, man. Like, People are going to bed early. Uh, no, it's I find every, yeah, I'm that's going true. to bed early all the time. Tonight is late for me. Really? I hmm. like I'm around two AM in general, but there are nights where it's three, four where I'm like, Oh shit, I should go to bed. But well, early early is this two for me. Then it's a good because I can get up at nine or ten and I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm back and forth as well. Yeah. Some nights are later, some nights are earlier. But it's true that in, right now, we're, there's not, you know, you ever go camping? You know, when you go camping, you go to bed when it gets dark because what the fuck? It's dark. And that's New York City right now. It's like, oh, <laughs> well, true. going to stay up all night. There's nowhere to fucking it's true. go. So. Yeah, I think that's what it is. To me, what happens is like I get so tired around midnight, but then I go past it. And then around 2 a.m., I'm like, I should go to bed. And then I have an idea of something I want to do. Like the other day it was about watching videos for the Sunday class and then it was 3.30. I'm like, oh, okay, I should go to bed. Uh, My cutoff is 10.30ish. Like at 10.30ish, usually I'm tired and I'm like, I can go to bed right now. And then if I don't, (laughs) I wake up at like midnight and then I'm good for like three more hours. Well, I'm glad we're starting at 8.30 because by 9.30, I think my I was feeling that a little bit more in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the show would wake me up, of course. Yes. Marcelo and Caroline. Oh, on that note, of, I think we're going to sign off. How often you guys are joining Sorry, us. Sorry, I won't sign off if you're going to talk. Yeah, to I was just going to say I love that Marcelo and Carol are joining us often. I, I love. Oh, well, you guys are fun. It's fun. You guys are fun too. Yeah, it's so nice I'm to just bored. I don't know what to do. I need to, to bother somebody. He's locked, in, he's locked in his fucking house. Marcelo likes being kicked out of. Like, he's the guy who keeps showing up at the door, and then we're like, "You've got technical problems," and we shoot him off the show, and then he calls back in. And it wasn't him anyway. <laughs> Yeah, all the time. It's like it's just judgment, just a full judgment. Bullshit. 
I call your bullshit, Marcella, because everybody's locked inside right now, and you're the only one besides Carol <laughs> who calls us regularly. So, Marcella, well, no, there's others, you but... need to now on purpose start making weird sounds every time you call. <laughs> Like, go to the toilet and flush the toilet like five minutes. That would be funny. I will do that. I didn't regret that. It's a good one. No. <laughs> oh, well, it's yes. great hearing you. Guys, I was, I was watching some. Yeah. Yes? Yes, please. Go for it. You were watching some? <laughs> No, Carol, let, let, let Carol well, say it because Carol was saying something. Say, I was just going to say goodnight, but you, it sounds like you have something interesting to stay, so I'll wait. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was watching, I, I had that tango night yesterday, so I was watching some videos that I was, uh, when, I, when I started as tango, and I recommend you guys, if, before going to bed, a beautiful video that is Goyeneche singing Garua. Oof. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It it's, on it's on YouTube. Uh, if you don't know how what's called, how to, it's in my Facebook. I put, I posted it in my Facebook. If somebody, it doesn't know how to write it. Oh, so the watching this video is gorgeous. This. Adam, can you play it on the end That's of right. The show? That's right. I'll play it at the end of the show. Cool. Yeah. I was gonna play another one. You know who is fucking beautiful on the piano solo is Lamuto. Uh, I've heard oh. that before. Chico, I played you the Grisel the other day and you yeah. loved it. I don't I've, know if you I've, remember. I've, that was that was Lamuto. It was. We've also, I think. It was so listened nice. Listened to him before, and I remember now, like going, "Wow, that's amazing!" And then I completely forgot about it. I'm glad you. I'm gonna. I think that Christy doesn't want to go to bed. Look at her. She's still listening. We are not talking about you, Chris. We are waiting for Chris, you to leave yeah. so we can talk about you. Yeah, we're going to judge loser. all your questions. She's uh, such answers, a I mean. <laughs> Behind your bag. Pee in a closet. Yeah. Man. Can I come pee in your closet, Christy? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's not Lamuto, it's Demare. Oh, yes, Demare. Yeah, oh, yes. Okay. I was browsing, I was browsing, but I was resting for nothing. That's crazy. <laughs> it's beautiful. It sounds like... Yeah, ah. you shared that with me before. It's so gorgeous. You can continue, please. Jesus. Yeah, next week I will bring another another video for sure with you about a little story about this video because uh, it's awesome. So, great. So guys, good night. I leave. Somebody want to call Isa? Maybe was want to call. So talk to you next week. No, we're gonna shut it down. You're going to shut it down. But thank you for calling. Thank you all for joining us. I'm gonna play the Goyeneche song that Marcelo just recommended. And watch the video on YouTube. That'll be it. So every Carol, thank you so much for joining us. I'm glad you had a great night with your milonga. Yeah, I'm glad it worked out. Yeah, and thanks for everything, you guys. And I'm going to actually head home because, believe it or not, I'm not at home. I'm at the studio. It's like a five-minute walk, so I'm going to walk. Have a nice walk home. Yes, she's on the studio. Mmm, suspicious. (laughs) (laughs) Lucky you. Well, I'm all alone here. 
It's because the internet's better here than at home, so that's why I came here. But it also forces me to get out of the house and walk a little bit, which is good. And dance a little bit. Yeah. Well, no, by myself, no. Really? <laughs> I, I swept the floor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good see night. you guys. Ciao. Good Thank night. Thank you. Good night. All right, I'm going to play some outro music and... Marcelo, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, guys. It was so much fun. We will, we will talk see you tomorrow. tomorrow. Hopefully, we need to plan the class. For yeah, Sunday. we need to plan the, the class and stuff. And see you for the viewer who is there. See you Sunday and in the podcast next Wednesday. Yes. Hugs. Yes. Bye. Take care. All right, cheeky. All right, cheeky. Thank you for another great show. Thank you for another great show. Where's my music? I will. I will. I'm going to play it. I was just thanking you and saying know, goodnight. I love it. Damn it. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, I'll play it and that's that. So I'll talk to you <laughs> soon. <laughs> All right. Y por más que quiero odiarla, desecharla y olvidarla, la recuerdo más. Garú, solo y triste por la acera, va este corazón transido con tristeza de tapera, sintiendo tu hielo, porque aquella con su olvido Hoy le abierto una gotera, morido, como un duende que en las sombras más la busca y más la nombra, garúa, tristeza, hasta el cielo se ha puesto a llorar.
cuente que en la sombra mala busca y mala nombra la rúa tristeza hasta el cielo se ha puesto a llorar 